There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Get ready to enjoy the best podcast of your life on The Courtney Show Podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the great taste gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the car. Part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando and TC too. And Afton and Sean and Emily and Mark and Marty and Randy. Guy and Risley and all the moms and convies. Welcome to the Courtney Show. Good morning. Welcome to the very first day of summer. Today is the summer solstice. This morning, actually. Oh, it's official. It's official. So solstice it up. Does that mean it's the longest day? I, maybe. I feel like we need to redo this whole like first day of this and first day of that because it never feels right. That was like first day of winter and you're like, it snowed four days uh-huh. ago. How was this the first day? Um, I have some uh, bad news for you, Tim. You're in charge today. Of? The show. Oh. <laughs> How come? Brando is out late. Oh. We were out late. Oh, yeah, I got bad news. What? Baby teething or something. He was up. He was up all night. Half day it is. See you guys. Okay, let's, what get, time? Cl- let's get close in here. He's <laughs> in charge. <laughs> Matchbox 20. Uh, so Brando kicked everything off at Dave and Buster's. Yep. And had some fun, played some games. Took the two youngest, by the way. Yeah. That, was a, that was a change pull, in plans. Pulled the old switcheroo. Aaron uh-huh. and Owen didn't want to go, so I took Amelia and Augie. And then Chris and I were at the show last night. Yeah. Matchbox 20, three years in the making. There's this beer in 2020. and Yeah, he said that people that had their tickets have had their tickets for over three years. Yeah, because they were doing that big 20th anniversary of their first album. Oh. Wasn't that it? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh It's something along those lines. Okay. And um, so we were there, and I, I got to sit in the same row with it was quite a quite a row. It was a killer row. Uh huh. Murderers so, row. So we had uh, murderers row. We had Nikki, <laughs> um, her mom and dad. Yeah. Her sister and her sister's husband, mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah, one of her best friends. Yeah. And uh, I didn't meet her. Um, and then we weren't close. I mean, we weren't close in <laughs> yeah, proximity. Yeah, that's true. She, 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 she gave me a look. Everybody. She's a hoot. I'm a big fan of this. She thought crowd. my uh, the crotch on my jean shorts was a little low, and I agree. <laughs> it really bothered me all night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I would even pull them up, and it was still low. I don't know. Um, okay, so and then uh, Big Kate and TC one, and yes. then Chris yeah. and Nick and me. It was great. It's a crew. It was a it was a row of fun. Row. Man, Nikki 
goes hard at yeah. concerts, doesn't she? Yeah, she loves, she loves, like, even even last night, like, the first thing she said on the way out, she's like, this is what I love to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just, she just loves it. She, I, mean, I think she might go see Rob, or the Matchbox 20 in another city and may try to get closer and she wants to be, like, in the middle of where, like, people are most excited about these shows. Well, those seats were incredible. Yeah, those seats were really good. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah. Um, I got a little parking pass, too. I figured that out beforehand because I'm not driving uh, the new the new ride. Oh, no. And parking with the with the pores. You got to <laughs> um, park with the VIP. <laughs> but uh, we could not find our car. No oh, way. After? Because Nick and I neither pay attention. Yeah. He's driving. He should know where he parked. I was angry. I was hot. Oh, so yeah. we're, I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're clicking the button. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dark. You can't see anything. I hear. I know it's almost over. The crowd's gonna. We saved no time leaving after the first no song. No way. None. Oh, no. Stuck in traffic. Seven miles of construction with only one lane getting through on seventy. Yeah, that's no good. I just want to be home. Yeah. I was hot. I was hot. Yeah. And I was hot. And you were hot. Yes. <laughs> and your uh, pants didn't fit perfectly. And my man, the crotch was a little low. Right low. Not what? to not to one up you on parking, but um it, so my I, I came with my mom and my dad and then I left with Nikki. So Nikki was like, Hey, should, we'll leave like right at the last song and we'll just do a quick getaway. And she's like, and I and I think we can go around to the back where I'm parked. I was like, Oh, cool. So we go we go around back to where she's parked and she's parked. In between the the Rob Thomas tour bus. <laughs> oh my god! Because she hung out with Rob for a while yeah. before the show. She's like, I'll just park here. So Rob was on her her previous was on her old radio show. She was on she did a radio show in New York. So Rob was on that, and they'd like stay in touch. If she did something cool, he would be like, Hey, congrats on this, and it was just really nice. So she when you know when she knew she wanted to go to the show, she texted him and was like, Hey, we'd like to go. And she asked for, you know, like 12 tickets or whatever. And he was like, yeah, no problem. Come hang out beforehand. So I guess she got there early, parked in between the tour buses. <laughs> and she and Taylor hung out with him for a while. Said he was like the nicest guy. And like she kept trying to be like, okay, we're going to leave you alone. And they're like, he's like, no, let's go watch the opening band. And like kept hanging and was uh, really, really friendly. solid, solid guy. You said he was. We, I've, I've probably talked to Rob uh, about four times in my radio career. And every time. He's just excellent. Oh, One time he was he was uh, pumping gas at a gas station as we're doing the interview. <laughs> um, another time he was in studio and he went through Kevin's wallet. Mm. And then he gave us like a dollar out of his wallet to give to somebody. Nice. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then he did this uh, this really cool thing where we were at a casino and we did the morning show from there with the band. And they played throughout the show. And so they were a part of the entire show. And that day, they found out they had their first number one album that, uh, that morning. Right. Mm. It was the first number one album they'd ever had in all the years they'd been making music. Mm. So it was a real, he's just a good guy. Well, if it wasn't sold out last night, it was. It looked like it per, was. Yeah, right, I mean, pretty close. And you were going to say pert near. Yeah. Uh-huh. You should have. You should have. It was, um, it was it was cool. It was rocking, and I'm not you know I've I've never gone out of my way to listen to a Matchbox Twenty song, but you know every you know every single word to like seven songs. Yeah, they did Long Day, so yeah. that was the highlight of my. <laughs> so good. I actually have a video of it. 
it's it's me and then it's you and then it's Nikki all <laughs> rocking along. Oh, it's, it was so, and, the, and it seemed like the crowd was real pumped up about that one. Yeah, such a good. Song. It's one of those. It's one of those things that like this is the first time people have seen. Mashbox 20 since they hadn't been to St. Louis in four years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's like we, we still get a little bit of that extra excitement from those types of shows. Yeah. And I think they all, everyone knew like they were going to do the biggest hits and Long Day was their ver- very first song. And I don't know if it was just on alternative radio or if it made it, you know, if it charted very high on the pop charts. That one, I don't know. I think because they- Nikki didn't know it. Like she, she didn't know long. No, she she didn't know it at first. I was like, "What is this?" But then got to the chorus and she mm. it kicked in for her. But yeah, it was um, it was great. I mean, yeah, fun, fun night. They saved a lot of their best stuff though for the encore, and that's just rude. Yeah, <laughs> to you specifically. Yeah, highlight of my night though. I mean, I you know the rocking with all these people that I love was great, but when Nick came back from grabbing beers. He brought a pretzel and a shot of uh, cheese sauce. Yeah, he did. Wow. And both were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he came over and he just handed me a pretzel and he was like, I got you this shot of cheese dip. <laughs> I was in heaven. Pretzels are great out there. Yeah, they they're were. They're garlicky. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh they, yeah, they do a good they, job. They are really, they're next, they, they're not just. It's not just what you expect. Yes. It's and, another level. Uh-huh. Going to Riverport, you know, I've, I've barely been in the last 20 years and you get that old feeling that of, you of had when youth. you were of your youth when yeah. you were like seeing concerts on the on the lawn out there and so it was like I don't know it was really fun to be there and the weather was a little hot it was really I was oh really so my head was well Chris doesn't sweat Nick wasn't sweating all that much uh, uh, Mr. Glazer had his shirt all the way unbuttoned. <laughs> <laughs> so sexy. Yeah, I was like, every once in a while I'd look over at Nikki just to see if she's having fun and, and I catch a glimpse and her dad's <laughs> fully unbuttoned his shirt. I'm like, this guy is old school old rocker. School. <laughs> He's like, this is what we did at the Mississippi River Festival. <laughs> is that what it was called? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, my whole head was just drenched in sweat. And Nikki had sweater too, I noticed. She was oh, well, yeah. She, yeah, she was she's... she was getting down a little more than I was. Mine was just from standing there. <laughs> yeah, but during long day, it was neck and neck uh, yeah. between you two. <laughs> um so uh Tim's got a sick child. Uh, yeah, we're not yes. I don't know if it's teething or what, but man, he was just really struggling last Your hair is looking good today. Poor guy. Oh, there you go. Just Sleepy hair. I hung out with dad last, mom and dad last night. We drove to the show and they said, so when I was a baby, I guess I was the busiest baby mom had ever seen. Like she said, I was, it was ridiculous. She said, she found me on the roof when I was like two or three years old. (laughs) I would go into the refrigerator and like climb up and start drinking the mustard. Were you afraid of getting trapped in the fridge? No, I was never scared. (laughs) Uh, My dad literally had to tie my leg to the crib so I wouldn't get out of my crib at night. No. That, that actually happened. That's a real story. And then last night, mom goes, baby Timothy was is busier than you were. 
is he? He loves to climb. Apparently, he doesn't even like to hang out with toys anymore. He just wants to climb. He wants to get as high as possible. <laughs> yes, on everything he touches, he wants to <laughs> knock it down or climb it. <laughs> and it's just he's it like is, a cat. It is just yeah. nonstop. Uh huh. Gets a real kick out of himself. <laughs> but then on top of it, he's not feeling well, so it's 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 uh, yeah. knocking things over in anger. Bedtime was a bad. It was a bad deal. So we but, got a sleepy show. Oh, who's who's gonna? Carry the torch for the show. Will you do it, Chris? The Great Taste Gang is going to do it. <laughs> okay. They're going to text, text in. Text, text, text. Text is funny stuff. Brando, anything from you? Be hilarious. No, it was a good night. It just ended up a lot later than what I expected. It just took a lot longer to, because I got the, you know, the power card things there to old Dave and Buster's, and it took a while to get through, you know, all the points, and then the, the shopping spree and the little ticket redemption area. That took some time because there's a lot of math, you know, trying to figure out how many tickets you got left. And Amelia's a very good, she's a very savvy shopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's very good at getting exactly what she wanted with the amount that she had. But so you were just, home late, too. Yes. I, yeah, I was after 10 o'clock when I got home. All right. I, uh, Nikki texted. So we did strong opinions on Monday. And remember, we talked about the, um, the DJ at the wedding we went to uh-huh. and the Taylor Swift thing and that he wasn't that great but then about how Brian thought he was great because it was like the best day of his life well Nikki was all excited that we talked about the wedding and sent <laughs> sent those breaks to Brian uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian knows how we actually felt about the DJ but he still sent a nice text we still it, he was overwhelmingly happy because of just the nice things that we said about the wedding. But it, I felt so bad in there because in there we were like, this DJ was terrible. Brian said it was the best DJ ever, he's but it was an his, idiot. It was his wedding. Day. He had no idea what was no going on. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do do a podcast together. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Good, it's good content. And if I hadn't heard from him, I would have been like, oh no. Not even because he cares about the DJ or anything, but just you know. To his face, we were like, "Oh man, yeah, that you're right. He was that was a really you're solid." Just blasting DJ. him to all. And the then Saint Monday Lewis. morning, we're like, "This guy didn't." Know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess we should just move on with the show. If you would like us to, we will. We have tickets to give away fits and the tantrums. We got Silver Dollar City passes for your summer fun in Branson and TLC at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. That's all coming up in the seven. 8 and 9 o'clock hours. It's Wednesday. We'll do some Wheel of Questions. Maybe you guys supply the questions. Ooh, that would be great. We'll yeah. bring the big, bring in the wheel. No, not yet. It's not time. We'll, bring, uh, we'll print it out, put it on the wheel. We'll yeah. Br- yeah, we'll bring the big wheel in. You guys. That's the question of the day. What are your questions? <laughs> yes. the wheel of questions. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have anything that you want us to discuss, questions that you know what the Wheel of Questions is all about, you can text us those on the Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. 
Bra's the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, Trex, Evergreen, and Azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber says, St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials, and hanging baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber Showrooms in St. Charles, Pacific, and Troy, Missouri, or online at hackmanstl.com. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, John Heffron is at Westport and Darren Carter is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, apparently, Denise Richards and her daughter, Sammy Sheen, are making bank on OnlyFans and they never get naked. Sources say Sammy makes $80,000 a month on OnlyFans and her mom makes $2 million a month on OnlyFans. No nudity. Uh, Sammy recently made headlines when she called herself a sex worker. Uh, now people are like, that's not true. That's not what you're doing with this OnlyFans account. I wonder what they are doing. It's just pictures. I mean, they showed a few pictures. It's just nice It's like Maxim. Yeah, exactly what they're doing. But I think two million a month. I think she said, like, made the whole like, I'm a sex worker to get more people to go oh, sign yeah. up, subscribe to see. Savvy move. Yeah. Because didn't her mom criticize her and was like, you know, you shouldn't be doing stuff like this? And, and then, then, like a month later, then she got on. And account. then she got on. <laughs> She's probably like, Mom, I'm never going to take my clothes off. She's like, that'll never work. And it does. It make, does. They're making a lot of money. We just got a text. What is OnlyFans? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Really? Uh, well, it's just like a, it's like a social media. Uh, it's like a social media subscription. You, yeah, service. you have to have, you have to pay to have access to. Which I think you can, like, you can be a band and have an OnlyFans. But what OnlyFans is kind of most known for is people that are it's a, getting naked yes, online. Yeah, I don't think that was necessarily why it was created. I think yeah. it was more for like. Celebrities or bands or whatever, and then they realize like, oh, or, or nudity seems yeah. to really <laughs> the, the, yeah, take a, off. It's a hit. Who knew? <laughs> Oliver Stone doesn't like John Wick Four as much as Tim. Uh, he called it quote disgusting beyond belief. He said quote I realize it's a movie, but it's become it's become a video game more than a movie. Uh, he also took a shot at the Fast and Furious and Marvel movies, saying they're com- they've completely lost touch with reality. Oliver Stone has made just te- some terrible, terrible movies. Yeah, and he just doesn't like these types of movies because he's, he's never made anything like this. So why would we be surprised that he doesn't like a Marvel movie? Well, I'm sure. I mean, the, the John Wick thing is just it's it's. Did he like the other beautiful. ones? Beautiful. You know, he didn't. I, I didn't read anything about the rest of them. Maybe he's disappointed that this one is the way that it is because he talks about there's just so many. So much death. Like, he kills oh my so God. many people. But Oliver, Oliver's Natural Born Killers is one of the stupidest, most disturbing movies yeah. I've ever seen. John Wick, yeah, it is hyper-violent, but it's like this very artistic, you know. I, I just said all the killings and everything are very unrealistic. He said, look, I'm a combat veteran. 
this is this is completely unrealistic. Well, yeah, it's heightened and silly. It's about one guy who kills I don't know seven hundred people <laughs> yeah. in a movie. <laughs> I know. I just he doesn't. Oliver what Stone. is Oliver Stone trying? What's what's he doing here? I don't know. Remember that Alexander movie? Oh yeah, it's garbage, Stone. right? Yeah, that's all. That's yeah, all I wanted to share. Very good. A lot of death in that, too. The guy who hit BB Rexa in the face with his phone explained why he did it. Oh, what a scumbag. What an idiot. He says he thought it would be Be funny. Funny. Thought it'd be funny. And he's got a TikTok account, doesn't he? Oh, does he? I I think so. Uh, I have to look it up. I just heard rumblings of that yesterday. Yeah, well, he was arrested facing assault charges for his big joke. Ha, ha, ha. Loser. Aaron Rodgers is asking for your help to get his new website off the ground. It's called the Online Sports Database. He said it'll be similar to like IMDb, but it'll be for sports. He's hoping to raise a little over a million dollars to get it started. Isn't that nice? Uh, Now, keep in mind, he's already made over $450 million from the NFL alone during his career. That's not counting endorsement money or anything, but he's out there doing like a... Like a kickstart campaign for his website. Really? I I think you got enough in your couch cushions. Come on. To pay for this. That he wants to just get somebody else to pay for it. It sounds good. I, I will say it is frustrating looking up some sports statistics. Yeah. No, he's he's not wrong. And IMDB is one of the greatest things ever created. It's pretty handy. Yeah. Although Google's trying to like swoop in and take, take over that. Yeah. I figure Google's just going to take... By the time he gets his million dollars together, if I just, you know, put in Vince Coleman, Google's going to have all everything yeah. out there that I need anyway. A new music festival is coming to Southern California. It's called Darker Waves, and the lineup includes New Order, Tears for Fears, Devo, the B-52s, Soft Cell, Echo and the Bunnymen, the Psychedelic Furs, OMD, English Beat, and more. Wow. It's in Huntington Beach, right? I don't even remember. I, I think so. I, I saw it yesterday, and I'm like, how can I get to Huntington Yeah, Beach? right? <laughs> yeah. No, this, this show's perfect for uh-huh. you. Uh, tickets uh, for the November show go on sale So this many Friday. pom-pom routines to different oh, songs I, I with bet. those artists. There's more, too, but that's the I hit the, the main ones, I think. Uh, Drew Barrymore says she's taking a break from uh, social media for the summer. Okay, just take the break. You don't have to tell us. Like, we don't have to announce that you're, you just, you just don't post for a while. Yeah. She said she's retiring from social media for a few months. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Avril Lavigne and Tyga have split up, guys. Oh, I didn't know they were together. (laughs) They've been dating for the past three months. Really? It's over. Is it very sad? I know. Wicked Part 2 just moved its release date from Christmas Day to 2025 to Thanksgiving of 2025. So they moved it up. Uh, This comes on the heels of Universal announcing the release of Wicked Part 1 being moved up from December 25th to November 27th of 2024. Um, Which, you know, if you're a big fan, you're kind of interested in these date moves and things. But You're going to be there, aren't you, Chris? He probably already said. I mean, you loved the stage production. Yes. (laughs) Did we? Well, I need a good nap, so I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Did we know there was a part two? Yeah. I didn't know that. I did. I, I was reading this. I'm like, I thought they were just making the movie version of. The play is there more to the story than in the movie or the novel? I I read the novel. I don't even understand why, but I did. It is one of the biggest things ever. So like 
the stage production is just a uh, yeah, it's not. A it doesn't fully go of the story. Correct. So the movie will be. And is there a part three movie, or is it just they're splitting into? Two? I think it's just two. I think it's just two. And this and is I Ariana think, honestly, Grande and the whole gang. And, they're the ones uh, doing this. Cynthia Revo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's two parts. They're all coming out soon. Maya Hawke's character in Stranger Things, Robin, remember the character, uh, is she's supposed to have a girlfriend, I guess, in season five, uh, and she's not sure how she feels about that. She's worried that it'll, it'll detract from Robin's friendship with Steve Harrington. Uh, she said, quote, that friendship with Steve is so special and friendships have been carrying me through my life. I think they're really important and they deserve their airtime. I so, agree. I agree. That the, I like that the little duo, of, yeah. I think, don't mess with it. It's Yeah, I, it, I kind of agree with what she's saying. But, I mean, if it's... I don't know that she has any control over it. It's been written, but uh, production hasn't really... Uh, it's been delayed because of the writer's strike for the season five, so who knows? Maybe they'll change their mind based on her recommendations. Or maybe they'll ignore her. They'll ignore her. I'll tell you. I'm Brando, your Hollywood Outsider. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. Matchbox 20 show was uh, was pretty epic. I haven't been to Hollywood. Oh, no, I, I was just there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there in a solid week. Yeah, I was at uh, I was at our sister station's show there, mm-hmm. so I have been there. But I don't think, oh, yeah, I did sit in seats, too. All right, so I did see this. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I saw a commercial for a new show on Bravo. And it looks, and I remember, I remember talking about this uh, happening, but I didn't know it was a reality show. I, I had no idea what it was going to be, but there's a new show starring, it's a spinoff of Real Housewives of New York starring Sonia and Countess Luann, mm-hmm. and they traveled to Benton, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Remember? We yeah, talked remember, about it? Yeah, when they were there. It it, it premieres, uh, I think, after the 4th of July, maybe July 5th, on Bravo, and it's called Welcome to Crappy Lake, is what it's Where's called. Where's Benton? Benton? Benton, Illinois. It's near Metropolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, Southern no? Illinois. Kind of in the... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's about... It's, just, it's called to Crappy Lake? Yes, and I don't know if there is a crappy lake. Crappy or crappie? It's C-R-A-P-P-I-E. I think that's how you spell crappie. Is it? But, I mean, no one's going to say it that way. Right. No. It's like the creek show. It's, yeah, exactly. It says uh, they are set to take their new adventure to a small town of Benton, Illinois. Yeah, that's how you spell crappie. Oh. But I bet they're going to say crappy. Oh, okay. A population just shy of 7,000. Wow. I... I hope they when, don't make fun of them. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, uh, when, they're gonna. I think I think that's like the natural inclination for these jerk producers. Like Nikki's show was going to be called like "Stuck in St. Louis." Yeah. This, this place stinks. Like that's what her reality show is going to be called. And I think she had to be like, "No, we're, I don't want to do that." <laughs> oh, she yeah, she had to fight. Yeah, that, I think like not making be fun like, of her yeah, hometown. This, is, this isn't something. You know, like every every person coming up with a name for it was like. Oh, I'm in the Midwest. This is the worst. It's like that's not 
Oh, yeah. That's not how we feel about it, guys. Yeah, this one, sorry we're not in there. L.A. Yeah. This one, though, if they're smart, those two are so out of touch. And that's kind of what the Housewives brand yes, is. Yes, and they're funny. That they'll be like, okay, these are good American people, and they're... The, the fish out of water will be the two... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. The it'll Paris Hilton like, show. It'll be absurd thing. Yeah. Exactly. It says, from building a new playground to revitalizing the local theater with a full-on ver- variety show. And remember Paul Abdul shows up for the variety show? No way. Yes. Oh, that'll be funny. <laughs> so, I mean, there's... I'm hopeful. I like both of them, even though that Countess Luann is just... I just don't understand how she thinks she is a singer. Yeah. How, how, where, how does she have the title of Countess? She was a Countess uh, with her ex-husband when she first started on The Real Housewives. He, She was married, and he's a Count. A Count of, like... Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay. He, but he is. A sandwich. That he had the title. But when she got divorced, she lost the title. Oh. And she was real big into that title. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, to the point where there was a driver, and Bethany was talking to the driver, and she introduced them as Luann and Bethany, and she said, it's Countess. When you're talking to the help, it's Countess. Ooh. And I could do a pretty good impression of her. Um, she went over well in Benton, I'm sure. <laughs> and then I saw, I said this to you, Brando, Dairy Haven, my childhood ice cream joint. They're doing all these different dip flavors, dip cone flavors. Yeah. And right now available, Dairy Haven, Key Lime. That looks good. You know, didn't we have a story about how Dairy Queen was going to maybe be getting rid of the cherry? Yes. Yeah. Well, I we were at Dairy Queen over the weekend. because The I was cherry the, dip. Yeah, I was getting the ice cream cake for Amelia, and they had the cherry dilly bar. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have one of those because they might be going away, and I haven't had one in ages, and I liked them when I was a kid. It's... Not good. It's not the. Mm. I don't know what has changed, but it's not what I remember. So maybe that's why it's not going to maybe make it. It's because it's they've changed the formula. It's, it, it's like medicine-y or something. It's like that cherry that uh-huh. where you're like, whoa, this is Tylenol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you guys? What did you see? Uh, I just saw one thing. This it's just somebody called himself Grinch. He said before before social media. Olive Garden, Red Lobster, Cheesecake Factory were all considered solid places to eat. Somehow, now everyone hates those places. Y'all be acting for the internet. And I just liked it because Red Lobster, man, that was my place to go. Like, I love That was your fancy go. dinner celebration place. Yes, and I still, if I go past Red Lobster, I'm like, oh, I, I, I need a reason to go there for something. Or like, it was a, my grandma grandpa would take me all the time. Like, that was a fun spot to go. And I don't know the last time I've gone. And I don't, I don't get why people make fun of it. <laughs> It's like, it's good. What are all the places? Applebee's, Olive Garden. Well, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, and Cheesecake Factory are the ones that Oh, used. man. Cheesecake so, Factory is big. I didn't have a ton of love for Olive Garden. It's fine. Like I've Olive never gone. Cheesecake Factory. I've, I've never been, been, been to, in an Olive Garden. Really? I've been to Cheesecake Factory like Why? once. Yeah, Nick would stop talking to you. No, I just, even before Nick, I've never been into an Olive Garden. They're great. We have so when many. you're there, your family. Yeah. <laughs> I would choose Pasta House over yes, Olive Garden. Yes, I agree with. I that. would too because I like pumping dollars into those local businesses. Yes, you do. You're all about it. Yeah. You are your father's son. Uh-huh. <laughs> First thing Dad said when we got in there and things were moving, he goes, "I love the action." <laughs> Last night at the show. All right, what about you guys? Uh, I found a few things. Uh, One is a picture. It says, how countries imagine Americans eat breakfast. And there's two eggs, two pieces of toast, what looks like about 14 pounds of bacon, 
a cup of coffee, <laughs> and a handgun. <laughs> That's right. almost an English breakfast, what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, this one is uh, Danielle Weisberg said, so much biblical imagery uses a red apple as the forbidden fruit. And, like, there's no way anyone risked it all for a red delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian would like that one. Yeah, he definitely would like that. Uh, uh, I'll do one more. Uh, one person tweeted, quiet, laid-back men, why do you go for loud, fiery women? And then one dude responded and said, someone got to tell the waiter I ordered mashed potatoes, and it ain't going to be me. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? It's almost like they need someone yeah. to push yeah. them in the right direction. Help me out. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this one is from... It's Dan Sheehan. He says, remember in 2004 when you were like, I'm going to go on the computer? <laughs> yes. And then somebody followed up with, uh, we used to have a room called the computer room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't it, yeah. I'm going to go on the, like you, it was Like it was thing. an event. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go like, on the, the computer. Way, yeah. <laughs> Clear the room. And then this is a fake, you know, uh, conversation that people had, but I still liked it. it it's a, uh, it's a, like a text conversation. And the first person says, where are you? And the second person says, at the gym. And the first person goes, send me a pic. And then it is a, uh, it's a picture of a McDonald's M and they wrote G-Y in front of it. <laughs> that is so you. <laughs> like, obviously it that. didn't really happen, but I still I like it. I don't care. I love it. All right, those are the best things we saw. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, The Courtney Show, STL. And you can see all those best things that we saw. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. And oh, hey, barbecue. Look, I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. The Courtney Show. Well, you got a sleepy morning show today. All of us uh, out doing things on a Tuesday. Tuesdays, if it was a Thursday, no big deal. You got one day, you can handle you it. You can muscle through Friday. Tuesday, you got... You got a lot of work days left in the week. Uh, but Tim, uh, taking a little vacation next week, he's going to Michigan. Pure, pure, pure Where everything is just beautiful and peaceful. That's what t- that's what Tim Allen tells me. Yeah, and pure. Uh-huh. Like uh. the cocaine. <laughs> uh, so we want uh, your help. My in, first bump of the white tie. <laughs> we want your help in uh, Wheel of Questions today. So if you guys have questions that you want us to put on the giant wheel to give it a spin in the 8 o'clock hour and answer. Last week, I think the most popular question was, you're 10 years old, it's the summer, and you're on your bike. What kind of bike were you riding? Mm-hmm. We took it. Everybody was online looking up their bikes. I found mine. Not the ten. Not when I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. though. A little bit older. But- yeah. That one was very dear to me. So any questions you want us to answer during Wheel of Questions, that is the question of the day today. You write questions for us for (laughs) question of the day. Come on, you can do it. And to be clear about the type of question, it should be questions that we can answer, not like trivia questions. No, it's like uh, just questions about um, just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just like interesting questions. It's like your favorite. Like your favorite or... movie. Yeah. You know, we've done movie things before. We've done. Your, your favorite OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> things like that. Would you rather <laughs> A, B, or C? 
Things that lead to conversation or yes, stories. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You guys get you guys listen. You, you guys understand. Listen. Get it, don't you? So uh text us. I'll give you the text line in just a second. But it is the first day of summer today. And uh so these are the things we love about summer. All I want from you is to tell me if these are things you really love about summer. Okay? okay. Longer days, more light in the evenings. Yes, God. Everybody good with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, not having to wear a coat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that bulkiness of when you drive. You know, Seatbelt and everything, and you just feel like mm-hmm. you're stuffed in. The smell of freshly cut grass. Yeah, especially if somebody else is cutting it. It's real bad right now. Our grass, it's how quickly it changes. Yeah, right. It looks terrible now. Yeah, you got to be careful. Um, uh, Eating outdoors, both in your backyard and on on a restaurant and bar patios. I agree with that. Yeah, the weather's right. It's perfect. Yes. Did some Ferratos this week. It was great. Yeah, sat outside. Mm -hmm. It just feels good, doesn't it? Because right now, everybody has their AC blasted Full. Mm-hmm. So you come from heat into, and then you're in a restaurant freezing. And I understand why, because it's hot out there. Uh, flowers, everything in bloom mm-hmm. is another reason we love oh, summer. Yeah. Um, I don't understand this. Being able to get loads of washing done. What does that even mean? You do more laundry in the, I don't get it. I don't understand. This it. isn't something we agree on, is it? No, I don't understand. I mean, the clothing is smaller. Yeah, is that so what the, it is? The loads are actually a little bit less. Maybe you're sure. hanging them on the line? Are people... I do less laundry in the summer, but that's pro- because the kids aren't going to school, so they tend to wear the same thing Oh, every yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, sleeping with the windows open and driving with the windows down. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Driving, for sure. I, I like to have a little outside air. Uh, going... Is that, is that why? I, I do. I like that breeze. Like, no, I like to. I like the sound of it. Maybe. Yeah. Because I sleep with the fan on. Yeah, me too. Uh, going to barbecues and the smell of grilling in the neighborhood. Oh, baby, yeah. Uh, wearing shorts and not wearing socks. Yeah. Uh, uh, shorts, yes. I'm still always wearing. I mean, unless I'm wearing flipper floppers. Uh, being more likely, being more likely to be spontaneous. I'm yeah. way more spontaneous in the summer than I am in the winter. Probably. In the winter, you. Have to really have something big for me to leave my house yeah. and freeze. There's just yeah. more that you can easily do because of the, you know, it's you can just go outside and go for a walk or whatever. Yes. You can get bikes. Like you guys went bike riding. Anything you, you guys would want to add? Yes. Well, we did. Yeah. They have great bike paths, though. Uh, summer? Uh-huh. Like outdoor concerts like you guys hit last night. It's always nice when you go to an outdoor concert and you're having a great time and then, like, you forget where you park. And you're just like you're hitting your, you're you're, just walking you're, around. You're, you're, it's like what a magical evening. Oh, I was hot. <laughs> I once did two and a half hours in that parking lot. Did you? With a friend. Yeah. I didn't arrive with him. I'm I'm terrible at finding my car anyway. But it was on him because I didn't show up with him. Oh, okay. Wait, two and a half because it's huge. It was. Th- that's kind of the the bummer about Riverport is getting in and getting out. It's is, terrible. It's horrible. I cannot believe they haven't figured that out a- yet. And you're kind of like we're we're in like this. Kind of open-ish area This should be easy Like the whole point Of this area Is so that like Trucks can get in and out Easily and on the highway Why can't Passenger cars It's bad It's weird It's bad It was so backed up It was just terrible But yeah You're it, Not being able to find your car That's where I first drove a car That parking lot Oh really Some random guy Was giving me a ride home Uh huh And he's like Hey man I gotta go find a friend And I was like 15 Maybe younger and he's like, you can take the... And I go, no, absolutely not. 
And he talked me into it. And because it, it's just a line where you're barely moving. So he's like, all you're going to do is if you need to move forward, you just take your foot off the brake a little bit. And I was so scared, but this guy was so cool, and I didn't want to let him down. So I was like, yeah, man, I got it. And then I was just terrified for <laughs> 20 minutes. Oh, we got a Wheel of Question question, and guess who this is from? He he wrote in, and he says, have you tried them whitey rolls in an air fryer yet? <laughs> well, one Rob? Has. Is it Rob? Rob AF. Rob AF. Uh, speaking of uh, whiteys in, in the air fryer, we were not going to talk about White Castles, but we do have Food Court. It's coming up next. It's the Courtney Show on The Arch. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. This is funny. I follow a bunch of food sites on Instagram and they get products all the time sent to them by companies Mm -hmm. and they just posted not even 24 hours ago introducing the new Honey Bunches of Oats granola chips. Oh, wow. And we've had those how long ago? I don't know. We only had them for about half a day. Yeah, and then they were stolen and we never found out who was the thief. Uh, but yeah, because we have Post. Thank you to Post. Feel free to send us if you're a company and you manufacture food. We would love to try anything that is new or coming out. Post. I'm talking yeah. to you. Who's the pickleball guy? Klein Schmidt. Klein Schmidt. Yeah. He gets all that Frito Lay stuff. Yeah. Bring it on by, Come man. Come on, Klein Schmidt. That new uh, Jack Cheese Dorito flavor. Oh yeah. Let's see good. it. Let's try it. Let's see it. Clench I got. The, I, I also brought in the stuff from those those gals from Eden's Glory that we saw at uh, Carlisle. Oh yeah. And there's Cracker Jill. What? Weren't you just talking about Cracker Jack? How you? I love Cracker Jack. Cracker you love? Cracker no, Jack? I buy them every once in a while because oh, okay. I think they have the best peanuts out of any of those yeah, mixes. I don't know if there's a difference. I buy them for that Jill. that roasted. And apparently, at some point, they sold those peanuts in like their own bag. And I was, I did not know about it. I didn't have somebody telling me food news that would help me in my life. I never heard of Cracker Jill. Was that done for like? Oh, it's the oh, same thing. You. It's just like a, it's like like women give her a shot. Not my Cracker Jacks. <laughs> and these because they're cr- my Cracker Jills. <laughs> <laughs> and we can try these if you want. She sent uh, <laughs> took us on a ride there. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> uh, Rice Krispie treats their home style. I don't know what the... They're, All right. They got, like, big chunks of marshmallow. Oh, well, these two are not going to like it because their mom makes the best Rice Krispie treats yeah. ever. Oh, you don't even like the, the store? Well, to me, no, the, the store-bought store ones, ones are garbage. They're very different. Well, g- give them a try. Open oh, it up. Doritos in a Pringles can? We oh, yeah. yeah. Look at these little guys. Let me tell you this. Nick uh, might have drank a whole uh, a whole tube of those <laughs> in, in Hilton Head. You know, they're the tiny mini Doritos. Yeah. They're good. I mean, they taste exactly the same. You know what they need to do? What? If anybody's listening that can manufacture these. So I am I love Cheetos every once in a while. It just sounds like good. It like ooh, that a bag of Cheetos sounds good. But my favorite Cheeto are the tiny little crunchy pieces. The tiny I don't like the big huge yeah, you said Cheetos. You just, you just want the little ones. I want the little <laughs> hard Pieces of Cheetos. They could do that in that, although they would need a lot of them. Oops, all hard Cheetos. Yeah, the little, real tiny, and you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Like a whole can of those. If they're doing the mini Doritos, then they can do it. They can do it. You guys have have the technology. technology. (laughs) It's a no on these home style 
I like I mean, the homestyle ones better. Do you than, taste uh, the chemicals? Because that's what they taste like. The, yeah, the like, other ones, they've got they're more chewy. You know, the store ones are like real kind of. They're an improvement. They're an improvement. They're like yeah, um, softer. They got more marshmallow on them. They're not good. They big, haven't cracked the code. No. We get Big Kate on some a mm. batch of yeah. some Rice Krispie treats. I haven't had homemade Rice Krispie treats since the last time she brought them in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I never get them. Mm, she'll do it. It's not something we grew up with. My mom was not making Rice Krispie treats. What was she making? Meatloaf. <laughs> 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 I, I don't. I mean, she was a, a great cook. I just it wasn't. She wasn't a baker, really. Right. And I think you yeah. either you either have a baking mom. But you know how we were deprived of all the delicious, terrible right. food. For right. Us. Yeah. You weren't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't allowed in your house. So we went. It was cr- all meat. So we went crazy when we'd go to a friend's house. That's like. Why do you have all these snacks? Yeah, be like, we got well, all we got in our fridge is beeves. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a correct way to say it. Don't judge him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, like my sister said, yeah, we were excited when they would go out and we'd get a babysitter. We got a two liter of Coke and a big bag of Doritos. <laughs> so and it was like, we fought over that bag of Doritos. All right, a couple local stories. I guess uh, I still have not been to Twisted Ranch. Hmm. You know, they have officially moved from Soulard to the Central West End. And I believe it's open. Um, they're in the old Bar Louie. Oh, oh it's okay. Central West End? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right by Lululemon. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. And formerly uh, AG Jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I think there's a new Clementine's down there as well. There's in, also in Central one, West End. I think they just opened one in Edwardsville, Edwardsville. too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, now you know. Now you know. Sorry, Tim. Uh, Jello <laughs> has some new. This is weird. So, they're zero sugar sparkling Jello. Uh, you make these with sparkling waters. So they're. I guess it's like the Jello flavors. It's like packets that you put in your water. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because huh. you know, yeah, every- the cherry Jello is incredible. They don't have cherry. They've got strawberry, lemon, and lime. They wrong. Um, and then lime, lime, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, but if it's sparkling. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. I I just like water plain. I don't need a flavor in my water. I have flavors. I know you do. Looking for new flavors. Uh, Domino's can now deliver to you without an address. What? Yeah. What does so that mean? they just announced a new service called Pinpoint Delivery. It's smart. It is. Because in the summer, you're out. You're just doing other things. Uh, It does not require an address. If you order through their mobile app, instead, you can drop a pin on a map for where you are. Oh, that's sweet. It's really a great idea. They say it's perfect for, you know, if you're at a park, a campsite, a pool, uh, where their exact location may be hard to find. So they have it right there. God, it's going to drive their drivers crazy. That's exactly exactly what they said. It's going to be horrible. I had a guy delivering uh, some emos the other night, and he was like, hey, did you write a description of where your house is on there? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you should work for GPS. All us delivery drivers need this. Because I was just like, in the description, you just write, "Uh, third house on the right, it's an all-white house, like, you know, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like, "This is so. This was so helpful." He you probably no thought idea. you were a, a delivery guy too. Oh yeah, it was like, like, "This guy gets it." Yes. Are you a man of, mm-hmm. our, of our kind? Yeah, they're they're gonna have they're gonna have the worst time. Yeah, they said 
So here's the, they say that um, once the delivery person arrives near the pickup spot, the service activates a visual signal on their phone, which you provide, I'm wearing this and this, right. and I'm near the picnic table. Well, you got to set some standards, too, because you can't be, like, in the middle of Forest Park where they have to walk yes. <laughs> a mile to find you or something. That's a good point. point. That's a good or point. A, some golf course. Yeah. They do have an out. They say the delivery person is free to bail after four minutes if the customer isn't where they said they'd be. Whoa. Yeah, That's a tight window. Come to the road. I don't trust this. This seems like a good idea, but I, I think I see more problems. Mm-hmm. I, think I agree. The customer is also able to track the delivery on their phone, so it shouldn't be too hard to link up. I don't know. I like the idea. Yeah, good luck, Domino's. Yeah. I mean, I like that they're trying. They're trying. Yeah. You like know, they that. had terrible pizza a long time ago. Now they have good pizza. Yeah, like they that. weren't afraid they to admit it. it. Yeah, I feel like that Noid might be up to something. In like two oh, years, they're going to be like, bring the Noid back. We used to have this thing where we would just deliver it to you wherever you were standing. He's like, but we know that doesn't work. That was a terrible <laughs> yeah. idea. Idiots. <laughs> Thanks, Pete Davidson. Hey, that is Food Court. It's brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Oh, hey, you're listening to the Courtney Show podcast, fueled by salt and smoke. Oh, hey, you were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, Throwback Live. Contestants that we'll be playing for for Throwback Live, Tim, you've got Robin from St. John. I'll be playing for Tiffany from Mount Olive and Chris as Tita from Valley Park. Up for grabs, the winner will be at the TLC show at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June 28th. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emo's Experience Square Deals on the new Emo's app. Afton's here. Hey, guys. Hi, Afton. How's it going? Oh, we're good. We're good. How's how's summer shaping up? It's been good. I didn't overbook summer like I did last year, but I didn't do a great job. So it's just kind of in the middle. Have you been anywhere? With yeah, the family? we went to the Great Wolf Lodge. How was it? You know, it was. Did you ride a wolf there? Because that's what they show on the commercials. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, giant wolf. The wolf no. picks you up. Creepy. For your... Yes, that's what happened. <laughs> Reservation. Uh-huh. No, but our youngest was a little worried that there would be wolves there, and there weren't. Okay. Just and the like... ones that are there are great. Yeah, They're they sweet. are. It's just the, the mascot version. So. so the kids liked it, though. They liked it. All right, they good. really did. Uh, it was uh, okay for me. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Martin's going to play throwback clips for you guys, and you're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Chris, and Tim. Question one, name this TV show. Sweetheart, this is the first time in the history of Manhattan that women have had... Oh, man. I think, I think it was Courtney. Court, yeah, then. it was close, but I, yeah. Sex in the City. That is correct. Not as much money and power as men. Plus, I knew it was you, Court. The luxury of treating men like sex objects. Yeah, except men in this city fail on both counts. Well, I mean, they don't want to. Men and women. Question two. Name this 1974 movie. Excuse me while I whip. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. That seemed like a tie from my angle. but We'll go with that. We'll blame it on Brando. Was, <laughs> was everybody in on that? Chris, were you? No. No? Okay. 
So tie between Courtney and Tim. One, two, three. Blazing Saddles. Correct. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his, it's his gun. <laughs> it was a proclamation, I believe. Yeah, it was a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Question three. Name this TV show. This time is a disaster waiting to happen. We'll keep them in line. Well, I can't leave you guys like this in good conscience, so I'll just have to cancel the vacation. John, nothing against your abilities as a PAA, but we'll survive if you leave. It'd be better if I stayed. Chris. NYPD Blue? That's correct. Wow. This type is a disaster waiting to happen. Sounds like a we'll comedy. Yeah. Well, I can't leave you guys like this in good conscience, talking? so I'll just have to cancel the vacation. John, nothing against your abilities as a PAA, That's totally we'll Dennis. survive yeah. if you leave. Good one. Okay, we have one and a half for Courtney, one for Chris, half point for Tim. Nice. Question four, <laughs> name this 1997 movie. God? Uh, Courtney. Is it Bruce Almighty? No. Chemicals. All chemicals. It's a good guess. Training kids at the garbage cans. Jerry, I didn't see one word in the newspapers. Mm. Well, of course not. Why, that guy at the Times kept looking at me like I, I was some kind of a lunatic. What year? 1997. God? I was surprised by the year, too. Really? Training kids at the garbage cans. Jerry, I didn't see one word in the newspapers. Well, of course not. Why, that guy at the Times kept looking at me like I, I was some kind of a lunatic. 97. If they go over, I have here one more time, please. God? Chemicals. All chemicals. Training Tim. kids at the garbage cans. Is it, uh... Jerry, I didn't see... Oh, God, you devil? It is Oh, God. Uh, oh. Uh, like yeah, Jeopardy. so that counts. Yeah. Jeopardy rule. Uh -huh. Jeopardy rule. Yep. Old, it's Oh, God. God? You yeah. devil. There's like, no way it's 97. That's crazy. I know. He, I wouldn't think he would say I would have said 87. Then, right? Yes. This is 1977, but I think they remade it in 97. With George Burns? I think so. Well, anyway, it's uh, Oh, oh God. God. Hey. <laughs> way to go. All right. Um, question five. Name this backwards song title or artist. <laughs> Courtney. Mm, I don't know. Chris? Taylor Swift. Hey, Tay. Is Win. Hey! Did I even get another one in that game? Yeah, you got NYPD Blue. Oh, all right. Hey! <laughs> and that's a big win for Tita from Valley Park. Congratulations to Tita. She has a pair of tickets to see TLC at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June 28th. Another pair to give away tomorrow with Throwback Live on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Still a lot of tickets to give away this morning. 8 o'clock hour, we'll have a chance for you to see Fitz and the Tantrums this weekend at Ballpark Village. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, if you're going to Branson this summer, we have passes for Silver Dollar City with first five notes. So we told, uh, Chris and I were at a wedding this weekend. Our friend Brian Frangie has been on the show, also known as The Appleist. We were in uh, Grand Lake, Colorado, which is, I don't know, like two hours outside of Denver. And it's just this beautiful little uh, lodge place up in the mountains. And it's in Rocky Mountain National Park, so it's like... Oh, it is? Yeah. Just inside. Beautiful. You weren't even aware. Wasn't even aware. <laughs> Had a great time. Uh, and, and we stayed in these uh, small cabins. And these cabins were the ones that we were in were basically two units within each little structure. <laughs> and our <laughs> unit was literally the size of this studio. Like bathroom, all in, it was the size of the studio. So just if you threw a bed in the corner, 
Got a bathroom over here. That's it. And then the other unit is that's just separated by a wall. And this wall might as well be a sheet because you can hear absolutely everything from that other unit. It's it's very rustic, right? So from the time we get there on Friday, we can just hear these people. And we almost were like, should we make some noise to sort of politely <laughs> let them know we're here? We can hear you. And like, you can hear every word. Immediately, it's like, oh, these are like East, very loud East Coast people, kind of the accents. It's like, it's a couple and they're like uh, kind of whiny. And they were talking about friends of ours, like people we knew at the wedding. And I tried to like not hear it. You know, oh, one come friend on. they were like, I'd want to know. Oh, yeah. Rob I would be Stern. up against the wall. Rob Stern is just, he's just so funny. He's so great. He's just such a great storyteller. He's a great storyteller. And they're kind of going on and on. And then they're like, but here's the thing about Brian. I'm like, oh, no, I don't even want to hear this. So. It's, they're so obnoxious, right? Like, all throughout the night, and we're trying to fall asleep, and they're just like, Nat, Nat! It was the, the, the woman's name. Must have been Natalie's. Like, Nat, give me this, whatever. We're like, oh, boy. So we see Chris and Nikki the next day. We're like, these guys, we were up all night because these people would not shut up. We didn't know what to do. And then the next day, you hear them in the morning. Like, in the morning, they're up. At one point in the afternoon, we're trying to take a nap before all the stuff. And I'm like, I hate these people. Yeah. Like, they were listening to a podcast. I hated the podcast. They were, I, hated the, I hated the people on the podcast. I hated the people on the thing. about while you're in the Rockies. I was so mad. So at one point, we're trying to take this nap, and I guess the the and I, I mean I can hear every interaction. So she's like, he's like, okay, I'm gonna go down to the lodge and see what's 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 happening. She's like, okay, I'm gonna take a shower. They split, right? But so, she's blasting music from musicals, but it was like some modern musical where it was like, <laughs> oh, they were using the F word in the Broadway songs. And I'm like, I hate everything about this. So she gets in the shower, which you can hear the shower turn on. He leaves. We're like, okay, we get a little relief here. Six minutes pass and you hear him knocking. Nat! Nat, I, I locked myself out. And he knows how big this place is. So it's like, man, either she hears you or she doesn't. Well, she's in the shower. He knows she's in the shower. So for five, six minutes, he it's as if he's trying to shake the entire structure down. He's banging on the windows. It was, I, I was so, I'm Did you just, ever see them? Not at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm just about to, uh, it, Nat, Nat, I locked myself out. I went down to the lodge and I locked myself out. Like tell, <laughs> telling her the whole story. It's like you were next to Muppets. I'm just about to get up and be like, buddy, what are you doing? She doesn't hear you. And I, I hear the shower turn off and she comes out. Well, she goes, what happened? And I'm like, he locked himself out. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, we finally time to get ready for this thing. And I'm so, and we're like, we have to identify who these people are. And because they were talking about uh, who was at the wedding, we knew they were, they were part of the wedding thing. So we're, you know, you have your place settings where it says your name. So we sit where we are and we look across and it's Natalie and Adam. I'm like, oh, Nat, this is... There, you're at the same are. table. This is going to be them. So even at the reception, we're looking around, we're trying to listen to people and ident- identify these people. Remember? Like the people in front mm-hmm. of us, I'm like, maybe it's... And I'm like, I hate them so much. <laughs> and then it turns out it wasn't them. So then it says Natalie and Adam across. The, and I'm like, this has got to be them. So they sit down. Everybody does the whole, oh, hey, Tim, I'm Emma, I'm Nikki, or whatever. I'm Adam. I'm like, oh, that's them. That's them. <laughs> so they sat across from us. And I had, I, I had developed so much hate for these people that I had never met. It turns out they were, they were, okay. they were lovely, and we kind of uh, liked them. Oh, yeah, I, I sat next to them. I didn't I know. know that was the couple. We had some good time. <laughs> oh, you didn't? I didn't tell you that? No, is, I, that's so funny. Isn't I think it we funny felt bad how for you, complaining how, all week. How you just like people, and you don't know them based on whatever mood you're in. Because, like, last night when we were walking into the concert, oh, yeah. I said to Nick, 
And we followed this couple or whoever was behind us walking through the parking lot, followed us the whole way up to the gate. And I said, pick up your feet. We had like a shut, like a, there a shuffling? oh, and I then would. Nick couldn't unhear it. And then I ruined <laughs> it for him. Yeah. And he's like, he was getting more angry. I'm like, let's, let's. Let's make a left so they're not behind <laughs> Go a different us. Different way. Yes, and so we finally do, and he goes, "Oh, sweet relief." I mean, just just on the concrete. Oh, yeah. pick up your feet. And at concerts and stuff, I, I there's always somebody around that's being a little extra obnoxious or doing something like untoward, where you're like, "I hate this person so much." And last night. There wasn't. It was probably us. It was probably us because we got like I know that guy has his shirt off. (laughs) There were women at the end. Whenever we went out to get, when Nick went out to get your pretzel and go to the bathroom, get a drink, and they were, I, I was. We kept apologizing. Like I'm sorry. This this will be the last time. This I promise you. This will be the last. That's a tough. I know. They were on the end though, so they could go into the aisle. Yeah, it was a little bit easier. I like to mix it up. And annoy people on, on different ends. Sides, yeah. yes. <laughs> the Courtney Show. We started our show in April of 2020. So right when everything was shut down, like right after everything got shut down, people mm-hmm. were sent home, working remotely, that kind of thing. My niece, Charlie, was a senior in high school during this time. And I remember she met, they missed everything. And then her freshman year in college, it was the same kind of thing. Well, Wall Street Journal just did a big story on recent college grads and how basic things they don't know how to do. Because think about it. They were, you know, they didn't have, they had a couple years where they weren't able to maybe work a part-time job or whatever. Everything was remote, so we weren't seeing people face-to-face in very important years. Mm -hmm. And they, major companies have started offering training sessions because very basic things some of these college grads are clueless on, like how to talk to people in person. And they cover things like eye contact, how long your pauses should be, like when you're having a a conversation with somebody. Really? Um, They say that you have to make sure, they cover things like making sure to pause after introducing yourself. Like these basic things that employers are seeing, they don't have these skills. And I don't understand. Why do we think they don't have them? Um, they're, they're thinking because uh, they during the pandemic, they were on Zoom. They weren't having face-to-face conversations. Oh, as they sort of became adults or, yes, into the real world. They lost these important years. Hmm. I guess it's also probably, a, even COVID quarantine aside... Just generationally, things like that. Other know. other topics include these uh, different sessions they're doing. Uh, how to write an email. How it's different than a text. That's that's helpful. How to chit chat in an elevator. Oh God! <laughs> don't chit chat in an yeah, elevator. I don't know how to do that. I don't ever do. I take the stairs for that reason. <laughs> how jeans with holes might not be seen as work appropriate. I don't think this is for everyone. Yeah. Because, I mean, my, uh, you know, Charlie, she's 21 now. She's worked all kinds of part-time jobs. Yeah, I mean, I'm... So she's been out I'm there. around high schoolers all the time now. They're... All my, all my kids on my team are, are fine. They know how to speak English. They know how to pause. <laughs> Do they? They... 
Seems like it. Uh huh. They can have conversations. Yeah. I think this is a most of them inappropriate. I'll be honest. I mean, Wall Street <laughs> Journal did a big write up on it, but they're probably also looking for a story. I'm sure that some people aren't. It's just the world. Some people aren't as social as other people. Yeah. I my agree. guess is that they're they're. Uh, it's just a it's a course that's available within some companies that it's more part of like a leadership track where you know you're trying to teach people the basics of interpersonal communication less about like we just hired these three kids and we don't they they can't talk to anybody <laughs> they're morons well yeah but, but they're good at the job but they also had a job interview to get that job so they did yeah. okay with that yeah. i think they're just taking everybody they can probably they're lumping everyone into the into these kind of people and forever there are social people yes there are yes. people that are that get anxiety in social mm-hmm. situations and I, and I think the our reliance upon the technology of texting and things like that, for somebody that has social anxiety, it's only ramping that up even more. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not, they're not required, they don't have to yeah. socially engage one-on-one as much anymore as when we were children. You really we'll can say. more and more get through life without having to interact with human beings or right. be in those, those types of situations. Far more so now and every day in the future than ever before. But work situations, it, it, a lot of them break that down and, and I'm sure there, it seems like it's a bigger problem than maybe what it what is. What it actually is. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I guess like simple things like writing an email is an important thing that people That is need. absolutely important. But what's going on with just school in general that they're not teaching this kind of stuff? Yeah, I, I find it to be people can be ver, like more verbose. Like we had little like sessions in my my old my previous job, and I taught everyone how to write shorter emails. That was like one of my little things. Really? Because like, I was talking to my boss about you it. Don't need to be a paragraph. And she one. was like, I think would you present this to the team? And so I like presented a little thing about like. Uh, word economy and and writing, you know, saying more with less. I think and they still talk about it today. It's one I, of the greatest sessions I think they have. Uh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I find some people, um, like young people, and maybe this is pandemic stuff, like the only people they're interacting with in person are their close friends or family who care a lot more about what they have to say. And they so already have be, a, they already have like a shorthand conversation. Uh, style of talking. Well, I was going to say they, they're more indulgent in all the things they have to say because they're around people who care as opposed to like you're meeting somebody for the first time and they go in deep on, and you're just like, what are do you? Do you know what I mean? Because they they're don't giving have too much information. They don't realize that other, that people outside that circle care a lot less. It's so like, it's a lot hey, of, how's your day? And you're like, well, it started out this way and then it was this. And you're like, I just wanted to hear Fine. Mine. Yeah. Great. Having a great day. <laughs> bullet points. Uh, all right. Don't forget the question of the day. We There's still time to get questions on the giant wheel for Wheel of Questions. Send us your questions on the Cheney Window Indoor text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Wheel of Questions! Bring in the wheel! Oh, it's already here. Okay. Well, we had to write stuff on it. Yeah. All right, so you guys provided the questions today for Wheel of Questions. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready to give it a spin? All right, let's give it a spin. I'm going to let the glue dry. I mean, I literally just put these yeah, labels questions. on it. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's give it a try. Oh, that one fell. I'll, I'll get it. It didn't um, land. It's fine. It didn't land on that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all that. Uh, Carrot from STL. We've done something like this before, but I feel like we could bring it back up. Favorite childhood crush. Don't even say Mark Spitz. I didn't say nothing. What? Because it's that. For you to answer. 
that is not the truth. So, Mark Spitz? No, it's Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. It was... From what? Uh, the very first time I saw Rob Lowe was in the movie... Well, it was in The Outsiders, but he had a small part. Class. The movie Class with Andrew McCarthy and Rob Lowe. Mm. And I'm like, who is this Rob Lowe? Mm. I even wrote him a letter once. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you say? I have never interviewed him in all the years I've really? been on radio. God, I would kill to get my hands on that letter. Man. All right, what about you guys? Um, okay, I, I bet I can name all of yours. Well, I think we've talked about it, yeah. so fire away. What do you think? Yours is um, uh, Winona Ryder. She would she would count. Uh-huh. It depends on like what age we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying little kid, then uh, that would be older. Topanga. No, that's no. not my generation. That's, I'm flattered that you think I'm that young though. Uh-huh. I don't know. Alyssa Milano would be the. Oh, one that's would, right. Grab, Who's yeah. the boss? I was probably like you know 13. Oh or yeah. Something. And she was kind of a she was kind of a tomboy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're the same age. Real cute. Okay. I don't know who Tim's would be. I. I I'm kind of fascinated by this one. I don't think we've done this question since Tim has been on the show. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably a, maybe a handful, but... Okay, it sounds like Rob Lowe. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's Mark Spitz. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like a... I guess I had kind of a Cindy Crawford thing. Oh, yeah, and that then makes like, sense. I guess I kind of had Ten it. years ago... I was working on this uh, house of style, a documentary about House of Style, which she hosted on MTV, and we had to go through just so much of the raw footage, everything they ever shot with Cindy Crawford, and, the, and and obviously Cindy Crawford is is beautiful, but there was something about her. I mean, she's pretty amazing at hosting, and there's a reason that show was so successful. And you're watching like the outtakes, so like candid Cindy Crawford all the time, and like it's just I, I in my I was just seeing Cindy Crawford all the time I couldn't stop thinking about it from watching Cindy Crawford all the time not even in a creepy way but there was just something about her so through the process of this I'm like this is insane I can't wait till this thing is over because she's consuming all of my thoughts <laughs> and then I on the other side there was an editor who was dealing with all the same stuff and this guy and I connected at the end of this project and kind of like slowly felt each other out and revealed that he was having the same issues so we had this support group where we <laughs> couldn't stop thinking about Cindy <laughs> Did it start when you were a kid, though? Like, you were you had a crush on her? No, I think then... I had a crush on her, like, oh, so, you know. Because supermodels were everywhere yes. when you guys were yeah. young. And yeah. she was such a, like, oh, Cindy Crawford. But then when, when for, I don't know, a month of my life, five days a week, you know, nine hours a day, I was just watching Nothing but Cindy, Cindy Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, Chris? That's a good one. Uh, I've, got, I've got a few, but it's probably Elizabeth Shue. Oh, Adventures yeah. in Babysitting, Cocktail. And I love Kathy Ireland. Oh yeah. And Winnie Cooper. Okay, that's But I would say Elizabeth Shue is pretty pretty high up there for me. And Kathy Ireland. And she was just girl next door. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah, that adventures in babysitting. Really Oh man, when she's singing at the beginning. Yeah, she's just mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I what still, was that story I about your her. What was that story about your friend 
went down like a rabbit hole looking up all this stuff about <laughs> oh, was, uh, Lori Laughlin. Yeah. yeah his, <laughs> his wife like was like went to his computer or something or like went to go look something up and it was like tabs of, of Lori Laughlin like the history of Lori Laughlin and she confronted him like you know she she I don't think she really cared, but she was like, hey, what's uh, what's going on here? What's going on here with you looking up Lori Laughlin? He's like, I don't know. It's just uh wanted to see what she was up to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give the wheel a spin. All right, this is from Miss Illinois. What was your favorite snack from the pool concession stand growing up? Well, I think we we talked about this. Yours was frozen chocodile, wasn't it? Chocodile was big. Mine yeah. was uh, Doritos, usually Cool Ranch, and uh, I'm trying to figure out the air. I would guess like an orange soda. I don't think I was into Mountain Dew just yet when I was like little. Uh, French fries in the brown cup with pictures of French fries on them. I was gonna say the same. Yeah, thing. <laughs> French old. fries from Tree Court. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned that. We always had, you had to get french fries. Extra crispy. Yeah. Uh, they were so good. I can just smell them. What kind of drinks were you drinking Covered back in then? chlorine from my fingers. <laughs> yeah, right. And that egg smell. Yeah. From tree court. The cold pool. Yeah. What was it? They had like a, I guess like the, they had like a cold spring cold oh, pool. Oh, they had like a little sulfury. Mm-hmm. It smelled, yeah. It's kind of gross. You know about but... this? No. Come on, man. I don't know about it. Cold pool. I've never been to Tree Court. It's not. It's a, it's gone. I think it's a dog park now. The egg smell is probably still there, though. Yeah. That's all. And the, friend, and the French, French fries too. Grape Fanta too was a big drink mm. of drink choice of mine. I remember. I think the more I thought about, it, I think it was Cherry Coke. That was when Cherry Coke like really was came out. I think when I was a little kid. Was it the real Cherry Coke where they were making Coke and then putting grenadine in it? No, no, no. Oh, no. This yeah. was like the. Now you now in cans. Here, cherry Coke. All right, give it another spin. All right, this one's from Tracy. What was your first date with your significant other? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. First date was at Masa's uh, over somewhere. Ellisville? Is that Ellisville? Baldwin. Is oh, it yeah. Baldwin? There's one there. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Masa's. We sit, and he sat on the same side of, of the booth as me. Which doesn't oh, seem yeah. like him. Yeah. Which I thought was bizarre, but I liked him. Yeah. Why did he do it? He liked me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sit next to her. I still don't do that. Do you guys still sit next to each other? No, never. Never. Well, I should do it next time. Yeah. Next yeah. time we go in the you're booth like situation. Or something. I should be like, see what he what? does. Let's bring back. You thought this was cool 19 years ago. Yeah. Why isn't it cool now? So our butts are a little bigger. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? Uh, Like, Alex and I didn't really date. Our first, like, romantic entanglement. uh, I was in Macomb. She came to town to visit with a friend. And I was out. Uh, on the town that night with my girlfriend at the time. It was her birthday. Jeez. And I ended up ditching my girlfriend to spend time with Alex that evening. 
Oh, boy. What a dog. I know. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> yes. And I'm married. But it all worked out. Uh, your first date with Emma? Our first kind of date was a, a brunch with our friends Liz and Eden, who were dead set they on... They were your matchmakers. Yes, dead mm-hmm. set on us getting together, which created some some awkward moments. Uh, Eden was a little more forward than Liz with getting us together. So at one point, Liz got up and went to the bathroom, and then Eden said, okay, what do we got to do to make this happen? <laughs> and we, you know, we didn't even know each other. Oh, yeah. So, so that was kind of a date and then we eventually our our first time going out was uh, a show at the pageant which show uh jeff tweedy and we went to a little salt and smoke beforehand oh, yeah that's a matchmaker that's a no wonder you're married nice. yeah yeah <laughs> chris uh mine was uh, well nikki and i hung out one day we were gonna make my mom's vegan chili in new york city oh yeah and uh she came over but it was pretty clear that I was like, oh, she's not into me at all. She just wants to be, like, friends, I guess. She wants a good vegan chili recipe. Yeah, she, yeah. so we, like, went to the grocery store, came back, started making the chili. She did none of the work. I did all of the work. <laughs> and uh, and then we were like, oh, I was like, we should watch this TV show that I like that you've never watched. And we started watching it, and I was like, oh, man, this isn't going well. <laughs> and, like, we sit on opposite sides of the couch, and I was like, okay, well, this isn't happening. She's not into me. And so she she left, and I was like, okay, cool. It's this this isn't a thing. I guess we're buds. And turns out she really did like me, and then invited me to go see one of her shows one night. And that was kind of our first real like, oh, okay, this is a thing. So I went to the Comedy Cellar, which is a famous comedy club, and she did a set. She wouldn't let me see it. I hung out upstairs. And made friends with like the table next to me. So when she came back up, I was sitting with all these ladies on like a bachelorette party. <laughs> you know, she, Who is this guy? <laughs> and the rest is, is history. history. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had like 10 first dates because we broke up. Oh, yeah, up. broke up yeah. and then they reconnect. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I can't name all of them, though. <laughs> all right. Well, more, if more questions. We'll get to some more questions a little later. Uh, if there's some good ones that you want to hit. If you guys want to text us, you can do that. Cheney Window and Door text line is 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, John Heffron is at Westport and Darren Carter is at Streets of St. Charles. Remember when Robert Downey Jr. was in prison? Well, he does. Arguably the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life. And you could just feel the evil in the air. And that was no trouble at all because it was kind of like just being in a really bad neighborhood. And there was no opportunity there. There was only threats. Like, I remember that he was had some troubled years for sure. Like, like bad, bad stuff. I don't remember him going to prison at all. Yeah. But he was sentenced in 1999 to three years in prison. He ended up... Uh, doing 15 months, which that's a serious that's no joke. That's no joke. Uh, his prison advice, he said, quote, as long as you have a willingness to do harm, it is unlikely that you will be targeted. So he was like, wow. He was fighting back. He had probably shivs made out of toothbrushes and everything. He, what was that quote from? Was that an interview or a... It was from a podcast with I think Dax Shepard, I think, okay. does a podcast. I could listen to Robert Downey Jr. talk all day. I want to hear, has he written a book about, like, all of the, the stuff? He probably doesn't remember any of it. Uh, that's probably true. He'd be like, and then I woke up, and it was 1998. <laughs> he really turned his life around. Big time. That was a guy that was, 
just oh, constantly kept, in the news. We were waiting for the, you know, he OD'd yeah. story. You know, that it was, was like dead. he was so much like like that character in Less Than Zero. Mm-hmm. But also, he's such an immense talent that he got those opportunities. You know, like a someone who's not as talented an actor, and there's right. plenty. Eh, see ya. That's over. Like he he was a, just undeniably good, and it you know gave him that opportunity. Mm-hmm. A crew filming a Netflix nature documentary documentary rather off the coast of Hawaii was attacked by two tiger sharks. A crew member says it was like something out of Jaws. So they were in inflatable boats. Maybe not the best idea if you're in shark infested waters. Uh, these two sharks came at them. Bit into one of the boats, caused the boat to basically explode. Uh, luckily, the boats weren't too far from land, and they were able to get out of the water safely. But they said it; they were like these. They were attacking us. They were. It was not like, oh, gee, I wonder what this is. Oh, I accidentally bit it. Like, no, they were trying to eat them. Uh, they think it's because there was just there's not a lot of food in the water where they are, like a fish to hunt, and so they're starving, and they're just like, I gotta eat something. Might as well eat these peepsicles. Well, that's, that's sad. Person. That's all I think. <laughs> uh, Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons was at a comedy show in Hollywood, and for some reason, he ended up singing his song, Whatever It Takes, the Imagine Dragons song, to a 16-year-old girl who was battling cancer. Not sure how it all transpired, but there's video. You can see it on the blog. It's very touching. The girl's, like, so excited that he's singing to her, uh, and she had just gotten out of uh, cancer treatment, but she's 16 years old, so... It's a cool moment, but it's weird. You're like, I don't understand how this happened at a Jezzelneck show, but it sure did. Was that what it was? Yes. Dan Reynolds, I, I, I've met, and and also by all accounts, just a great, great, really, good really dude. good dude. His brother was your lawyer, right? Yeah. Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray. Robert Reynolds. That's right. The Reynolds brothers. <laughs> not your not your lawyer anymore? No. We he upgraded. Done. Dan Friedman. Yeah. Oh, and he's he he's tried to upgrade to Jay Kanzler. That's but what I was Jay guessing. Won't, Jay won't Jay do won't it. Jay handles my personal affairs. <laughs> business, yeah, your yeah. business attorney. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kesha says she almost died because she froze her eggs. Uh, she says she spent nine days in the hospital after uh, she suffered serious complications from the procedure to freeze her eggs earlier this year. I'm going to detail as to exactly what happens, but that's what she said. It's uh, dangerous stuff. You can take another look at Katy Perry's bangs if you want. They're up on the blog today. There's a little video of her talking. Remember, she's got, I think, was it last week or so, where we saw a first glimpse of her. I work. didn't know she had bangs. I oh, must have been I out. Think, I think you were out then. Where, yeah, are, where is bangs. it? That's on us. We should have called you. Yeah. yeah you know, know I like a new hair style. <laughs> and especially your opinion on bangs. I just assumed that would get through the uh, Mick Ultra haze of the week. Uh, yeah, it's on the blog. There's a video. Oh, of they're her. too short. That's what I was thinking. They're too. They're short, like those right? Courtney Cox bangs in Scream in that second Scream movie. Oh yeah. Remember those terrible? Thin, yeah. I mean, actually, she looks. She, she looks all she right. She looks good, but they are a little short. I look how short they are. Wait, you can really see it here. Oh, it's like a hipster. Yeah, hipster. I mean, she looks good. She's got gorgeous eyes. Yeah, it takes extraordinary oh my person to pull something yes. like that off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian is on the cover of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential Companies issue. Not that she's a company. It's because of her company, Skims, and the massive success. Uh, and she was talking about her inspiration uh, when making Skims. 
you know, because she was like, I just stole it from uh, Sarah. What's her face? Uh, Spanks. Yeah, Spanks. Spanks. Yeah. yeah. What was your inspiration? Oh, I don't know. The company that did the exact same thing before and I just me. put my name on it. Yeah. Oh, no, get this. She said, quote, it started off with simply finding shapewear that was a skin tone that would match my color. I used to take my shapewear and dye it with tea bags and coffee in the bathtub. She didn't do any didn't of that. She didn't do this. She didn't do any of that. She may have ordered someone to make it a different color and somebody I, eventually told her how they did it. I have a confession to make. Oh, you have some. I may have ordered some skims and I got them. I have yet to even try them on because when I got them, they are this They are this big. <laughs> and you're like, this is not going to happen. And I'm like, just can't. I can't even get my arm in that mm-hmm. thing. Like, no way. Can you imagine what it, what it would take? But I bet they're going to work great. Doesn't it stink when somebody invents something that was, like, right there on the table for you? Like, I had, I had a friend in college who would wear, like, those, those like, a really tight T-shirt underneath a T-shirt. Yeah. Because he would, like. Because he didn't want. He didn't want, like, yeah. the side uh-huh. stuff. Like Rob know. Thomas could have used a shirt like Oh, the, uh, oh yeah. He had real low gym. jeans on and a short shirt. Like, the guy is small. Yeah. But. You know, you know, you know. What I'm but this about. guy had—he would always wear a really tight T-shirt underneath to contain, yeah, he and then knew. one over over that, and he he definitely like presented invented. better than it was like he invented Spanx shapewear. Yes, in he did. college, and I'm sure other people had been doing it forever. But it's like, man, man he could—they were been. all right there for uh-huh. us. Dang it! Whitney Cummings is pregnant. Uh, she posted some pictures of her. Baby bump on the uh, on the old blog if you want to check them out. No word on who the dad is. We'll see. Uh, you can also on the blog today check out Zendaya's new movie called Challengers. Looks interesting. It's a tennis. She's a tennis player in the movie, and it's all about like a threesome that goes wrong. I'm listening. Salacious. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, it's Canadian doubles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 Is that what it's called? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a dig on Canada. Uh, you can also check out the trailer for Zoe One O, the uh, Zoe One O One sequel. Uh, it's the movie called Zoe One O Two. So I guess if you're really big fans of that show, you're getting your own movie about it. Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is back to uh, play that character of Zoe. Um, it's her. Does it look terrible? It looks. It looks like a waste of everyone's time. Oh, wow. Uh, There's an up. audience for it. I know, but I don't... She's not a, an, a Hollywood person. She's She is not of the caliber that needs to be on a movie. Yeah. Like... Now I want to see it. Maybe when she was... She was younger, she was cute. Now, it's not things... It's just, I don't know. You see for yourself. Okay. You're like, what's going on here? Uh, June 20, or I'm sorry, July 27th, it'll be out on Paramount+. Plus. Big fan of Zoe 101. You're getting your own movie on the TV tonight. You've got uh, the series premiere of Marvel's Secret Invasion. So this is on Disney+. Plus. This is that Nick Fury show. Um, the trailer's up on the blog if you want to check it out. I didn't really know anything about this, but that Ben Mendelsohn, um, yeah. he's in it. Man, he's really good. Uh, Amelia Clark is in it. Um, so I don't know. And it's some of the other, like, the people that you know from 
that uh, Miss Marvel. The, yeah, Miss Marvel and like that Marvel universe yeah. are in it too. So I don't know. You never know. Some, Marvel, yeah. One of these. Sometimes these are good. Uh, so we'll see. Also got the season premiere of Doctor Pimple Popper, eight o'clock on TLC. No just, thanks. I don't want to watch that, but unfortunately, my wife, and she my loves son, it. Aaron, yeah, they watch all that gross stuff when it's available, and then try to get me to watch it, and it's gross. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Laura Yarbrough of, where is Laura from? Well, she's from St. Louis. St. Louis Mo. She's going to be at Ballpark Village Saturday night to see Fitz and the Tantrums. If you want tickets, more information, you can go to our website, 1065thearch.com. It's going to be a great show at Ballpark Village this Saturday. But also, uh, you can buy tickets right there online, and we'll have another pair to give away tomorrow. All right, uh, we do this Hero of the Day uh, throughout the year, and then we crown the hero of the day of the year at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it great, all makes sense, doesn't title. it? Yeah. If you were just to tune into this show and just hear that, you'd follow You're along, like, don't you think? These guys aren't even trying. <laughs> so I have a, I know, right? I have a nominee for our hero of the day Ooh. of the year. By the way, Nick uh, texted me back after Wheel of Questions and said, I still would. I like a side beside. Oh. <laughs> oh. What a guy. Spark is still there. <laughs> He's the best thing going. Uh, okay, so um, let me see who are. I'll look up the nominees. I don't think we've had that many <laughs> Hero of the Day nominees this year. We've only had a woman who tried to steal the car with the club attached to the steering wheel in and she wasn't going to get anywhere and she ran into all those cars oh, yeah. caused all that damage mm. the pity city ceo remember her oh yes she like like was, was compl- criticizing everybody and cuz they were talking about raises and yeah and she cuz she got a huge raise yes. and they were mad at her and she's like well i not didn't say deserve it but basically it was like she said this isn't pity city remember <laughs> she was terrible oh god terrible. i hated her yes and then the the boss that uh, posted a sign that said work is not supposed to be fun. Oh. And he put a picture of the one of those little yellow guys. The oh, the minions? Minions. Oh, minions. On it. Oh. Like this This is a terrible thing I'm posting, but here's a minion to make it not seem as harsh. Those minion oh. people. Oh, some of these bosses. Yeah. So, so far <laughs> two, bo- two are bosses. This is not a boss. This is a guy that is a TikToker. And he's looking for content. Ugh. And he did something terrible to his family and friends. So he's from, he's a Belgian guy, and he um, decided to orchestrate a prank for his loved ones and see who actually cared about him. Oh, God. So he faked his own death. Ugh. All right? So they had a fake funeral, which was held uh, last weekend, attended by dozens of friends and family members, all dressed in black, waiting for the ceremony to begin until they were met with a helicopter la- helicopter landing <laughs> and the dead man alongside a camera crew hopped out of the chopper and he greeted the mourners. Cheers to you all. Welcome to my funeral. Oh, my Good God. God. So some were happy that he was alive. Yeah, you'd have to be. And ran through the field to give him a hug. But then a small number were less than pleased. 
And then he explained he did it because he didn't like the treatment his family and friends had been giving him. Oh, come on, man. Oh, well, that's not good. Just say you did it because you thought it would be funny. He has 165,000 followers, and he said it proves who really cares about me. Those who didn't come to, did contact me to meet up. This guy's, he didn't do it to find out who cared about him. He did it for for likes. For likes. For views, many, for clicks. How many followers? Only yeah, 165,000, not a lot. That's a lot of trash he's, cans he's given away. I bet he's got a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's he, uh, what we need, more trash cans. We need more trash cans. Terrible person. But I bet he has a bunch now. I'm going to see how many. Anybody part of TikTok in here? I'm a, I'm a part of TikTok. I mean, do you have a... Call old side-by-side. Side. I got it. I'll, I'll, okay, his name is David B-A-E-R-T-E-N. Bearton. Bearton. B-E-A-R. B-A-E-R. Oh. Well, I've got B-E-A-R-T-E-N, fake death. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's it. This story says it's spelled different way. How many followers? Oh, Rando the TikToker on the show. Maybe it was spelled your way. It just came up as I was typing in. I think you're right. B-A-E-R. T-E-N. T-E-N. Where are you at, David? Users. I've never looked someone up trying to find someone on TikTok. There we go. 200. Nope. That can't be it. 195,000. Uh, I bet that's him. He got quite it's a like few David followers. like David 10 or something. Yeah. Well, he's he's a nominee for Hero of the Day. Don't he, follow him. He got him. more followers out of it. Uh-huh. I'm and at the end, the... at the end of the year, or maybe the beginning of the next year, we will crown Hero of the Day of the Year for yeah. bad people. Yeah, he's got a good. This shot. guy will probably get in there again. You're the hero of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all stems from. The Courtney Show. Courtney Show friend. Oh, 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 oh I'm deep. I heard it. Oh anymore. man, oh man. Oh boy. Did Someone get, get HR in here immediately. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we just ruined his hearing. Oh, oh sorry. My. Yeah, that one's a little tricky. <laughs> oh man, That's, I didn't knock it down. I'm sorry. Mark close everyone. Oh, hey, what an introduction. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is that loud? Hello, everybody. How, How are you doing? doing? How you doing? I was fine until it came into this. Mickey Mouse run operation, but no. no Surprised at your age, you can still hear anything. I, I, no thanks, I already ate. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, no, no, no. A million of them. That's right. <laughs> Tip your waitress. All right, so we, uh, I asked you to come in today because we had a something come up on the show on Friday. Uh-huh. That person texted and said, ask Mark Close about it because he talked about it. So we brought we did a broadcast from, you may have read about it in the Belleville News Democrat yesterday. Front page. Front page. Uh, we, 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 did a, right. <laughs> we, we did a broadcast from Oso oh Sweet Bakery and Cafe in Carlisle, Illinois. Okay. That was our first donut stop for Donuts, Donuts, oh, and nice. Donuts. Yes. Yeah, nice. It was yeah. awesome. I mean, there were signs. I'm telling you. Like welcoming us to town. Smaller communities just are so great. You go out because they're just, they're, they all come out, they support you, and they have a great time. Love doing I'll be in Pacific. Notice I hit that plug real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on. there on uh, on Saturday. So, but go what's right happening here. Saturday in Pacific? Big car show. Car show. Massive car show. They shut down downtown Pacific. The community. The it takes a total of five minutes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But they have hundreds of cars and motorcycles, and it's it's like real... what people that just are car. They love their cars. Oh, they I mean, just... like fifty-five Chevys and Tesla yeah. and rods and all that. It's it's a really good car. So show. you're saying Nick couldn't bring his Buick Encore there? 
there. Oh, and like uh, an 87 Camry. Yeah. I know. I've got a, <laughs> I got a 73 Pinto that's mighty sharp. But yeah, you no, don't it's, have a Pinto. Um, no, this is more the collectible. Well, can I bring my, what about my new car? Oh, God. What was it, 30 <laughs> seconds before he had to hear about that? I saw it online. I'm like, well, uh-huh. aren't we special? It's been a lot of years, Mark. I is drove right? the same one for 14 years. No kidding. Yeah. Holy cow. So, that's a good run. So that's it, a great yeah, run. 234,000 miles. Wow. So it's not like I'm buying cars no, all no, no, William no. Nilliam. No, yeah, no. <laughs> this no it's a she time. earned it. That's I earned right. it, Absolutely. It's a nice looking ride. Nice looking uh, set of wheels you got. So. Okay, but for the real reason we brought you in yeah, is yeah. because at this broadcast, we have a group of ladies that we love okay. uh, that are we call the syndicate. All right? So they show up at different broadcasts that we do. Well, one of them said... We asked who, who's the most famous person from Carlisle, Illinois, and she yells in the background, "Stephen Stills." No, and we're like, uh-uh. we're like, what? No. I think we would no. know that. Didn't yeah. she text in also yeah. and say, "Ask Mark Close Ask about Mark it." Close, yeah. Well, you're asking him. No, uh, I would have. They thought maybe his parents were in the military, that or that his parents ended up in Carlisle after he had kind of moved out, and that he had spent time in Carlisle, Illinois. And they assured us that you wouldn't be yeah. aware of it. Man, I can tell you so much stuff about Stephen Stills, how he didn't make it in the monkeys because his teeth were bad. You know, he tried out for the monkeys. No, really, no, no, he that tried way. out for the monkeys. Really, and they didn't. They didn't set his smile. He wasn't photogenic enough, so he called his buddy Peter Torkelson. And Peter Tork got the gig with the monkeys. He was no buddies way. with Peter Tork. That's how that's, he got in. That's a yeah. great little yeah. tidbit. Yeah. And but this I, happened in Carlisle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Redbud, I believe. I believe Redbud oh, is now clean. Now, now Brando would know yeah. about Redbud. Yeah. 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 Jimi Hendrix, Flat River, Missouri. Probably didn't know that, did you? Was what? born there? Oh, my God. Anyway, so yes, I'm kidding. It's the oh, I it's do know. Okay. So what? I don't uh if if Stephen Stills I don't think so. Maybe he maybe he lived there for about I don't think he's from Carlisle. I would have heard something. He might have camped there. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Went to Carlisle Lake and did and some yes, trout fishing. Yes. So. Biggest celebrity we think is uh Roger from um Roger and There's me. never been any reason. Oh Roger oh, yeah, Boyd. Yeah. All those guys head east are all from small towns over in Illinois. Um, and that's where they recorded Flat as a Pancake. And if you look at the album cover, on the back of the album cover, they are They're eating, that diner. eating pan. It's right. a diner right in down Overland. the road. Yeah, yeah down yeah. on. Yeah. We've been. Down, yeah. We've been. We've we did a, time a broadcast there. Yeah. So we think Roger, obviously, that's legit. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Stills. All those guys from over there. Yeah. Okay, we can put it to rest. This is not yeah, a if, thing. If, boy, it, it got by me, and I just can't imagine... You know, like I said, we've been, Casey's been on stills since day one with the Buffalo Springfield and then Cross Stills Nash and Solo and all that. I never heard anything about Carlisle. So you're a Stephen Stills radio station over there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, built, on, <laughs> built on stills. That's that, so- and, <laughs> <laughs> that and Little Feet. Yes. <laughs> What are you making and, fun of Little Feet? I don't just don't get it. Oh, good band, great band. You know, I don't want to cause problems with us. No, no I'm okay no, with those. There'll never be any problems with us. <laughs> I can get over this get over this car thing with you. But no, I um, I'm, I've never been a giant Little Feet band. But as musicians, you some appreciate the, their some talent. Some of the best guys in the business. Some All of right, the best guys in the business. Yeah. Well, thanks so. for swinging by. Go see Mark uh, Saturday in Pacific. Yes, big car show starting at 10 a.m. How's your lawn looking? Um, Mine's a, bad. A couple moles. I'm a little upset. Oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. get into the. I don't want to. Well, you know, I take care of it. I told you. No, I get no we don't want. I don't freaks want. Freaks her out. That's how I was going to do it. Just so, stop it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's, uh, other than that, had a little tree work done yesterday. 
So oh. had a tree go down. You got a good tree guy? Yes, I do. Pricey? This one cost me large. So, yeah, Whoa. it ain't cheap, brother. Nope. Now, big That's trees are, and the problem is if they're next to power lines and transformers. Tim, it's, yeah, you know, it's your exact it. story, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, but think about it for just a moment. You got a tree guy that comes to you, Mike's a good guy, I'll tell you his name later. A tree guy comes to you and goes, okay, there's a dead tree, it's got to come down. That'll cost $10 million. And you go, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, these guys put chainsaws on their side and climb up like yeah, monkeys ropes. on a tree, on a rope. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. give me a hundred million. I'm not going to do it. So, dude, lay it on me. And you got to get it done, you know, because the community says your tree's got to go if it falls on somebody, you know, and kills them like your wife, perhaps. Um, you just, you know, <laughs> like a dog. Just, 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 just a thought all of a sudden. Perfectly crafted uh, plan you just sprung on everybody. <laughs> I've got 28 dead trees in my yard he's just been, waiting to come down. He's been poisoning all the trees. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll get that lady look, one of these days. Kidding. Look for uh, Mark Close and his wife on an episode yes, of uh, Snap stuff Snap coming. <laughs> <laughs> what got her? An L, man. Took her right out. So. <laughs> Perfect plan. Oh, Mark, thanks for stopping by. My Go pleasure. See Mark Thank you. Saturday Pacific. It's the Courtney Show on the Arch. The Courtney Show. Brandos, Randos. Brandos, Randos. Random story time. Uh, researchers at Claremont Graduate University in California say their newest AI that they have developed can predict whether a song will be a hit with 97% accuracy. 97% oh, accuracy. Oh, really? 97% accuracy it can predict whether a song is going to be a hit. That's interesting. It's amazing, isn't it? I yes. mean, they're... Th- they're uh, hmm. so okay. They, they tried this before. They used AI, and they could only do about 50%. And they're like, that's we could just flip a coin. And well, that's what's the difference? Good. Well, they asked people what type of music that they like. Then their brains were scanned while they listened to playlists. So the AI could see what they responded to. So they already kind of knew what types of songs they like, the songs that they like. Then they played them a bunch of different songs, and then they kind of combined that data and then gave it to their AI component. Uh, and they said that the AI could then accurately predict many stream, uh, how many streams a song would get on apps like Spotify. So not necessarily the songs that they like, but like the songs that they never heard before or an AI didn't know if they liked it or not. The AI was going like, I think they're going to like this song. Oh, okay. So it's like, not yes. like AI is listening to music and saying, this is a banger. This is a hit. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Doesn't yeah. it sound like that? But it, it kind of is. So the more data that you feed into the AI, the more like likes and dislikes that it gets outside of this group. Let's say instead of giving it 100 people, now you're giving it a million people likes and dislikes. And it takes that and then now listens to a new song. It's going to say like, oh, it has these elements of all these other songs that these people really like. So we, this will probably be something that people will like. So is it determining that for an individual or just saying hit song, period? That's what I was saying. That's what I'm asking. That's what I was saying. It, the the base level was to do for one person, like one person at a time. But they're saying this is scalable. So it, you can you could do this for everyone. I wonder if AI likes Alanis Morissette. I think it does. I don't do you know. think? AR's in charge. But to predict Maybe how, not many, new stuff. how many streams it's going to get is that's that doesn't is insane and doesn't make any sense because one song, you know, some guy uploads in their garage and one song a record company spends a million dollars on. So how how could AI determine that? It's listening to the song and it's listening to the elements within the song and saying, "Yeah, I know, but for people it to will say, like it." Yeah, but 
so it it can't determine how much exposure an audience, human beings, are going to get to a song, right? Unless it's yes, limited. you're right. Because it just depends on where they're where they're getting fed this music. Yeah. Well, and that's what this would do. So, like, you could teach an app what kind of music you like. So there's a reverse to this. You could say, you know how like you might like Spotify this song. or something. It's like you might like this, and you're like, no, I don't. Like, and same thing with like Netflix. Netflix is like, hey, I saw you watch this. I bet you'd like this, and you're like, no, this is not anything like that. How terrible that like. Suggestions yeah. are so they're it, saying this will be dead on. Okay, in a closed environment. So it it can it can work for one person. Like it can suggest songs to me that are going to be perfect for me. But it can also take a song and say like I think this is going to be a big hit because I know that of the ten thousand people that I've sampled, this meets the criteria of a likable song for seven thousand or. or 8,000 of those people. So if we scale that up to the world, this is probably going to be a hit. They're saying this could also take over for like judging, like American Idol, like singers and song, like songwriters and stuff. And you well, just like run it through the machine. But and that's it's like, all yep. that show is people are tuning in for the judges too. Right. So but it, they're saying this, the, you could have like judge number five. Oh, there'll be a talent show with AI. Well, judge, there will. like yeah. judge number five could just be AI. Yeah. They're just like a robot that just spits out and be like, I think it's going to be this. And they're all like, well, I think AI is wrong and probably won't be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Uh, an American billionaire based in the UK is looking for a new Dog nanny. So the job's posted. It's, it'll pay a lot. $127,000 a year. You would have to move to the UK and uh, you travel around the world, but they pay for everything. Uh, hundreds of people have already applied. What? It's great. Yeah. So part of the jo- there's some specifics to the job. They've got two dogs that require top tier care. Uh, and have to be treated like valued members of the family. Uh, they're looking for a live-in dog nanny, so you're living there. Uh, you need to develop a personalized exercise regimen for each dog. <laughs> uh, you'll need to accompany them on domestic and international trips and arrange things like pet-friendly accommodations. Uh, and you'll also be organizing play dates with other dogs and finding enriching activities to stimulate their senses. So it's not just make sure they have food and water. It's like... You're at their beck and call, basically. You're like a trainer, almost, working with yeah, these dogs Yeah, but if, you're, the whole if time. you love dogs... Well, you get, yeah, and you get paid a ton of money, and you get to travel the world, so... And who's hiring? Who's got the some money? Some billionaire. Some billionaire who is an American, but he lives in the UK. And a woman in Florida is going viral ahead of her 100th birthday. Her name is Mildred, and she went on a rant about how we're all too negative now. She said, not just young people, old people as well. So she's 100. She said, if you want to make it to 100, you got to stop complaining about stuff. Enjoy your life. Try to look on the bright side. Man, I'm in and, trouble. And do your best to never sweat the small stuff. So, yeah, you or Mark Close, who was just in here. <laughs> I'm looking good for either one of you. That's your randos. Brandos, randos. Brandos, randos. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Get honest value and quality furniture. Shop Carol House because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant for first five notes. Hello, Eric from Fenton. How you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Eric, have you ever played first five notes? I have not. First timer. Uh, how do you, yep. but you've heard it being played and how do you normally do? Pretty good. 
Sounds very positive like to me, that. Eric. It's just like he's all business. <laughs> all right, let's just get to it then, Eric. Uh, we have three clips of songs. You're going to guess the song, that either the song or the or the band that sings the song. And if you get two out of three, you win those tickets to see... Um, oh, no, you don't win tickets. Yeah, you do win tickets. You tickets. win four passes to Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. Who do you want to play up? Who do you want to play against, Eric? Uh, let's play against Courtney. All right. Oh, All right, Eric, you ready to rock? Yep. All right, here we go. Here's song number one. Can I hear it one more time? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I know it. I know it. Now. I know that one. All right. City in England. The big one. What was it? What did you say? What's a, what's a big city in England? Oh, uh, the biggest. London? Yeah. There you yeah. go. And then what's like a gross red vegetable that like <laughs> is just disgusting and red? Not a radish. <laughs> London beet? That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You got there. Yeah, that's quick. You got there. Impressive stuff. All right, Eric. You are one for one, and that's legit to me. You got clues uh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. it's Le- fine. It's, it's good. legit. Mm-hmm. Business. Here is song number two. Different right after August. Oh, um, September. Yeah. Earth, wind, and fire. It took a little longer. I know that month than it should have. All right, Eric, that's a big win. This one's all for glory. Here's song number three. Biggest artist on tour right now. Selling out stadiums. Broke ticket. Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Eric you get it. took some clues, but you got there. Congratulations. We have a family four pack of tickets for you to enjoy Silver Dollar City and Branson Mo. Congrats to you. We'll play first five notes again tomorrow for more tickets on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Do you like to laugh? Do you like to hang out with the show? Laughs at the Lincoln is happening in October. That's our thing. Ryan Hamilton. He's so funny. It's going to be a great show. Last night, my mom said, was talking about Ryan Hamilton and said that her face hurt so much from laughing when she saw him and that sometimes she thinks about that night. And it was like seven or eight years ago. And we'll just start (laughs) laughing. She that's smile. That's her favorite comedian. Yeah, Ryan Hamilton. He's coming to Belleville. And her son is a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> the Lincoln Theater in Belleville, Friday, October 13th. There are tickets left. Uh, there's not a bad seat in the house there, but you do get to pick your seat. So the sooner you get it, the more choices you got. So mm-hmm. uh, 1065thearch.com. Just look at events, and you'll see the big old laughs at the Lincoln thing. And we've got some fun things planned. So, yeah, buy tickets I know it's in October, but buy tickets now. Last time we had a ton of people that couldn't go to the show because it sold out. And we're like, how do I get tickets? And we literally couldn't do anything. No. We could barely, we couldn't even invite all the people we wanted to invite. So don't wait. Don't wait. It's going to sell out. Is what we're saying. Yeah. All right. Texas. 
Texas. Can I real quick tell you a story about my dad? Because he said, pick your seats, and it's one of my favorite oh. lumpy stories. So one time Nick was at uh, Tim and Joe's. That's the place he would frequent. He'd hang out there. Mm-hmm. Something weird about old school guys at a bar, they'd always just have their money like laying there, like fives and tens. And I used to do that at the do bar you know what I'm I talking drank about? at in college. We yeah. just have all our money sitting out. It was just right in you front of us. Yeah. A couple dollars forward, and, yeah. the, and then they would see, uh-huh. like, oh, he needs to be ready for yeah. a drink. It's just always laying there. So uh, the bartender there, he knew, and I, uh, I guess... Uh, she was, um, she had made a movement to like take her, you know, take her underwear. Maybe it was her underwear was up her butt a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she went to move it to the mm-hmm. proper place. And my dad just said, go to the movies, go to the movies, go to the movies. And she's like, what, what are you saying, Lumpy? Going to the movies. What do you mean? Picking your seat. Picking your seat. (laughs) (laughs) He he had Parkinson's, so he would say things repetitive because he wasn't loud. Right. So he would repeat. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish I would have gotten to meet that guy. He sounds like the coolest. He was the best. All right. So now you can get to the text. All right. Now we got tons of texts. Nurse Lindsay says, just heard Courtney say the Family Golf Center has a double-decker range. Sounds like a good place to try out my new clubs and maybe hang with some fun people on Friday. Oh, yeah, do it. Nurse Lindsay's going to be there. It's going to be fun. Mm. Congratulations on the new clubs, by the way, Nurse Lindsay. Huge. It's exciting. Huge. Uh, Are we going to the Donut King sometime soon? Yeah, that's the next one. Devin, the dentist, said, I live five minutes from Donut King. Do not miss the chop suey. It's like a huge glob of donut holes pushed together, then fried and glazed. I also love the unicorn donut. Good Lord. They call it chop suey? Chop suey. What a weird name for a... Fused yes, donut it holes. really is. So that's a week from Friday. <laughs> yeah. In St. Charles. In St. Charles. St. Charles. Donut King. Are you going to be the city of the year? Because Carlisle put it up there. I could be. It's you better be get hard. Steven Stills to show up. <laughs> <laughs> um, t- Tim had mentioned that he and Emma went to um, Salt and Smoke for one of their first dates. And Leah says, did salt and smoke fuel their relationship? (laughs) Still does. (laughs) Still does. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. For swimming pool treats, I love those little plastic fruits filled with powdered sugar. Yes. It was like a pixie stick, but they were plastic. Like it would be a grape and there'd be great pixie stick dust in there. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like a the waxy. No, these, these no. were plastic, and that the top opened, yeah. unscrewed, and then inside it was just all mm-hmm. just the candied powder. sugar. Yes, huh? Like sweet tart, crushed up sweet tarts. That's yeah. what pixie sticks were. Hmm. Oh, I remember them. Oh. I remember. I've forgotten them all about them since the seventies. <laughs> Thanks for the memory. One of the Donna said follow up question on Tim and Emma. When exactly did they start dating? I remember on the other show. Tim was close-mouthed about his personal life, Uh but then he joined TCS and he was engaged. It ruined my plans (laughs) for fixing him up with my daughter. Uh, uh, 19? 2019. Yeah. Sorry. It wasn't going to work out with me and your daughter. It was a daughter of Donna. She would have been awesome. Uh Uh, Casey texted and said, the minute Brando mentioned Katy Perry's bangs, I said... You know Courtney loves a new hairstyle. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm always, I, I'm a, you know, you can't get me to click on something unless it's a makeover or a new hairdo. Female or male. Yeah, I don't you're care. You're going in. I don't care. 
Uh, this was funny. I think it's from Trish, but I didn't write it down. Um, we were talking this morning about Denise Richards on OnlyFans, and Trish said, TCS version, only cans <laughs> giving away trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> we just show pictures of trash yeah. cans <laughs> for people, a subscription. People are all showing up for the wrong reason. <laughs> Shelly texted and said, I don't know, that's the question of the day. We can skip that one. Sorry, Shelly. We'll get you next time. Uh, co-pilot Carrie says, did you guys ever try the fruit roll-up ice cream? Uh, no. no, but um, our friends, I can't remember. Eden, Eden, Yeah, they sent us fruit roll-ups. Oh, they oh, did? So yes, there's some I fruit roll-ups I think we might have some ice cream in the freezer. In the I don't freezer? know how old it is. <laughs> uh, this one's from Jonelle without a nickname. She says, the world's best husband. I met this guy. He's great. The world's best husband booked a tea time at Family Golf and Learning this afternoon so I could practice for Courtney's nine and Yay, Jonah! What a guy! I love that. Yeah, this guy's cool. He's funny. That's great. He plays. uh, He plays poker with Big Daddy. This guy. Oh yeah. This guy can ball. Little chips. Yeah. A baby chips. Baby chips. <laughs> baby, chips. baby chips' husband. His big big daddy. Another question. I need Courtney's help, please. I had one of the best pizzas of my life last night. What is the magical reheating process? Well, it just I personally, because I, I like it to be almost the same as it was when I got it. So mm-hmm. I will, if you have it in the refrigerator, I like to do like a couple, like maybe 15 seconds in the microwave just to get the cold. Like, so it's not reheating in a hot mm-hmm. toaster oven mm-hmm. or air fryer. Um, and then I, I put it in the toaster oven and you just have to watch it and watch the cheese when, as soon as the cheese gets a little melty, yeah, then you take it, then out. You take it out. I mean, it's, I can come over <laughs> And show you things. I had a couple slices of uh, the mellow mushroom oh. pizza that I I normally would microwave, but I was like, I think I'm gonna do this oh, in you the old go. toaster. Oh, Yes, and it came out really good. I love mellow. I have not been to mellow. I mellow mushroom is one of my favorite places. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. A Clinton County day would be so fun. CC people would love to see you all again. We loved seeing you all at Oh So Sweet. And then Dwayne from New Baden says Clinton County Day would be a fun time. You know, I have a friend, you know, all those, uh, and and I'm sure you experienced this too with the grade school auctions that they have. And they have different, like, unique packages uh, to raise money, to raise funds for the school. This is mm-hmm. more, I think, probably Catholic schools do this more. More, yes. Um, but I have, uh, so all my, like, a lot of my friends will put together packages. And one of them was a day party in Clinton County and they had a bus and all these different couples from the from the grade school went and took a hit all the bars in, in Clinton County. <laughs> oh nice. Uh-huh. Big day. <laughs> nice little situation. All right, let's see here. I am a lo- loyal po- I am a loyal podcast listener. Thanks Salt and Smoke. I was listening to Friday's podcast with the mayor and she was chatting about muskrats. Then this video popped up on Facebook about making a muskrat blanket. Oh, my gosh. I sent a screenshot because nobody needs to see a video of it. Thanks for always bringing the laughs. (laughs) Sometimes the phone needs to not listen to the conversation. Uh, That's not going to stop. 
Uh, somebody else texted in, I just about spit out my drink and had to rewind when y'all were talking about ordering drinks with no ice, which I do. And Courtney said, it's not this employee's fault you're trying to buck the system. That's not at all what I heard. For a second, I thought things went off the rails and Courtney was having a strong opinion. <laughs> somebody missed the dumb button. I, I should know better. Courtney is a professional and would never, but it was funny. Yeah. I don't even know if I've ever come, I mean, maybe a few times. I scared myself. Yeah. Where you, you forget you're on the air kind of uh-huh. feeling. Yeah. yeah. And like a t- day like today when I got very little sleep. This is the day. Something could have flown. Something could oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We should have tried to make it happen. <laughs> no, we should <laughs> Give you like tongue twisters. <laughs> <laughs> Angie texted and said, finally following the show on the gram. Thought I was this whole time. Turns out I was following all of you and not the show. Oh, yeah. I am now follower member 5,741. Mm. Come on, 6,000. Love you guys, Angie. Thanks, Ange. Doing your part. I've got a video from Rob Thomas last night that I'm going to post. What is it? It's fun. Is it Nikki, I hope? It's you and Nikki, but it's brief and me. Okay. We got the the, the two uh, rubber duckies are going up. Rob Thomas. I mean, it's a, it's a hot time to get on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And you could win a Rubbermaid trash can. Yeah. From our friend Aaron. Yeah. Oh, I saw Aaron the other night. Oh, you did? Yeah, I think she's going to, I think she might come to the golf thing. Oh, I would love to hang and with her. Like, yeah, help us out and it's going to be great. She's going to help? She and I, she doesn't need she to and do I go anything. to the same gym, so we'll run into each other, you know, like once a month. And we have a nice little, I, I got down off the treadmill to hug her. And then I was like, that's a bad idea for you. So we're not going to do this. Because I was all like, Sweaty, I was just, gross. I was a mess. But you wanted to, did you give like an elbow? Thank then? her. I think I might have like grabbed her shoulder and shook it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't want, you don't want to get near me right now. But yeah, Aaron's great. Um, all right. Thanks to everybody who texted in today. A lot of great texts today. Really appreciate all of you. If you guys want to listen to the show on the podcast, you can do that any old time. If you can't find it, you text us on the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. There's a lot of stuff on the blog for you to see. Lots of trailers for Zoe 102, Challengers. You can see a picture of Whitney Cummings, who is pregnant. Uh, but there's a really cute story about this diver that goes to this lake every year and snorkels. And he has uh, this friendship with this smallmouth bass. He's got a name. Yeah. You have to watch the video. It's it's adorable. How would this fish? I don't know. And he he named the fish too. What is he said a diver? It says a diver is now has become friends with a wild fish and they now meet every summer. What an unlikely friendship. It's an unlikely, you know, I love an unlikely mm-hmm. pet, like animal friendship. It's like that guy in that octopus. Remember that? It was on Netflix. It was like, oh, my friend yeah, I never saw that. It won a bunch of Oscars. It's really good, too. It did? Was it a documentary? I, I, it was a documentary. I, I, I need to be friends with more sea creatures. <laughs> I've tried. They just give I'm me doing. the cold shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a playground that just opened in Pennsylvania, and it's inspired by the Chutes and Ladders uh, board game. I Ooh. saw that. But it's only for little It's Yeah. Not, it's not as great as I pictured. It's cute. Maybe it's the, a starting point. Maybe it'll get bigger and better as they go. But the story I saw... Uh, there's this other, there's these giant slides being built somewhere. Oh, really? That look incredible. I don't know. That's the way to go. Uh, that might be. You can see the Shoots and Ladder playground as well. Uh, it's time now 
for the Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. But before we do that, I want to tell you tomorrow, weekend was up with Tim. So if you're making your plans for the weekend and you're trying to find something fun to do. Don't do anything until you talk to me. That's yes. Trying That's a good to idea. Yeah. A little after no nine. plans. A little after nine o'clock tomorrow, court's court will happen. If you've got a dilemma that you would like us to address, we will settle it once and for all. And you can text us on the Cheney Window and Door text line, or you can email any of us on the show. But the text line is 314-669-4665. And now it's time for your Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. You can request it at any time, 1065thearch.com, just like Angie did. Summertime, first first day of summer. We thought we'd do a little cruel summer. It's Bananarama, your Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. Thanks for listening, guys. We're back at 6 tomorrow. Have a great day. Oh, hey. The Courtney Show podcast nailed it again. Everybody deserves a good pat on the back and a big glass of bourbon at Salt and Smoke. See you there.